We're online 24-7. You're listening to the hottest gospel radio station on the planet. The planet. All new JHNRadio.com. Your small business is a big deal. Grow it even bigger with SEMrush, the all-in-one marketing platform. Attract new customers and outrank competitors. Visit SEMrush.com slash grow for a free trial. Just like the story behind every amazing song, Nashville has a lot to share beyond the world-class tunes that make us Music City. Taste the good life from our amazing chef-driven restaurants, so good that they will make your palate sing. Indulge yourself in our new upscale hotel scene, many with remarkable rooftop views, and our first-class shopping that'll leave you wanting more. Visit Nashville and take your playlist to a whole new level. Plan your trip today at visitmusiccity.com. What's up, everybody? So we are here today for the first track of Quarter Life Crisis, the series, the album, my sophomore album. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, so this week's episode is going to feature only me. But basically, we are talking about and kind of going over, you know, why we thought at 25 our lives would be together. Now, I'm 28, but, you know, my target audience, we all know, is 25, 34. And it's a lot of people in this age range who feel like, you know, dang, I'm not married. I ain't got kids. You know, what am I not doing right? And I just wanted this episode to help you to choose to ch- make the decision to be okay with not having every answer and not having every decision. Now, of course, as the mixtape or the album, I'm sorry, goes along, we're going to see, you know, the different topics more in depth. But for, in this one, I really just want to talk about that. So be prepared for the laughs this episode. I guess I can wild out because I'm by myself. And just to really just be at peace. If nothing else, I want this episode to help you to be at peace with not having all the answers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. telling y'all it, all it takes is one thing for certain people to leave they be in a relationship ready to go Ooh. i in a relationship just to save face some people don't even want to be there you know but still in this case that's a good brand they ain't talking about young and restless like these people tired having bags under their eyes 25 looking like they going on 50 because they stressed out I'm back and it's up PSA wow. I'm too flick to take off all my shit TSA All right, all right, all right. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Izzy Baker. Izzy Baker. And I'm here today for track one of the newest series and my sophomore album, Quarter Life Crisis. We had to add a little applause there because we we need y'all to understand it's it's time. You know, it's time. I'm happy to be doing another album, you know, and this one is obviously going to be different than last year. And it's going to be different from the original mixtape because besides this episode, pretty much if every, if not all other episodes, we'll have a guest, you know, since we switched over the interview style for the show and, you know, all just detailing different ways, you know, to be okay 
with being 25 and in between 33 without having your life together. And this episode, the purpose of this one is just to kind of help you make the decision or the choice to be okay with not having your life together at 25 or if you are 33, you know, because that's my oldest, you know, age group. If you don't have it together, that's okay. The world is not over. And just hopefully this episode helps you with getting a piece and, you know, kind of breaking down why we were okay with that or why we felt that we needed to have our lives together by 25 and, you know, such. So let's, before I get too far in and ranting, let's get into today's title. So the title of this episode is The Young and the Restless, Life Won't Be Complete at 25. The meme reads, Remember when we said we were going to be married with kids and a millionaire by the time we were 25? Question mark. I remember when I was thinking some of those things was going to happen. And look at me now at a fresh 28. Inspiration for this episode comes from a tweet. And I remember years ago, I think I was in college, maybe even high school. And I remember a girl had tweeted. She was like, oh, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to have my two kids. I'm going to be married and in the career of my dreams. Then I saw another tweet. From this dude recently where he was kind of like saying, y'all remember when we thought that was going to happen? And he was like, look at me now. He was like, none of that is happening. I'm the most and the happiest I'm ever been. And I and one of my friends, shout out to Ayers, Erica. She said, you know, by the time she was 25, she thought those things were going to happen. And she was like, and I'm happy with my life now without those things so it's kind of going back to the episode with robert mack choosing to be happy shout out to rob mack everybody getting a shout out today and how he just was like you know you ha- you can choose happiness is a choice and so hopefully if you don't get nothing else from this episode we kind of piggyback off that episode where you decide uh, you make the choice to be happy no matter what situation and circumstance and if nothing else you decide to be okay with not having everything together at this age range i mean even if you're 23 because some people may be having you know early quarter life crisis 22 you may be feeling like you know you graduated from college and you feel like your life ain't there it's it's this is not technically for y'all but it's still you know you can still relate also want to shout out to ron he'll be on the album later in a few weeks and he was kind of saying like even before social media we had the mentality that our lives should be together by 25 and yeah yeah look at us and obviously the quarter life crisis the whole you know definition you know and that is a real thing i didn't make that up i kind of thought i did but i didn't so yeah let's get into it all right y'all so for this episode as i stated i am by myself so today's is a story time all right and today's story is titled quarter life crisis Lizzie had it all planned out. Everything. And I mean all of it. She just knew she was going to be married. She knew she was going to be getting her master's. She knew she was going to be in the college of her dreams. Have the career of her dreams. She knew she was going to have three kids. She knew she was going to have a big old home. All this. She just knew it. However, she was six months away from her 25th birthday. Her and her boyfriend just broke up. She didn't have any kids. She didn't go back to get her master's. She had just really finished college. And she was in a career that she knew she hated. 
in her mind, she felt like life was over. But it was until she got her newest idea. This was that she was going to go back to school at, at using the career that she didn't like because they offered to pay for her to go back to school. She wanted to get back with her boyfriend, but she felt like if it's meant to be, it'll happen. And she also realized that she was making uh, so much money from the job that she hated and the fact that they were paying her to go back to school. So she tried to look at the bright side and enjoy just being happy with where she was. And then her perspective changed. And she realized she wasn't a failure at 25. Well, 24 and six months. All right, y'all. So let's go on to today's lessons from the story. So the first one is you are not a failure at 25. Even though she wasn't 25 yet, she was close to 25. And, you know, a lot of times you we put timelines and that goes to the next lesson. Like we got to stop putting timelines on our lives and trying to say at this age, I want this to happen. Now, there's nothing wrong with having goals and trying to, you know, work out goals. But at the same time, I think this generation has fallen in love with manifestation. And although I do believe in manifestation, their way of doing it is I manifest this. I manifest that. I want what God manifests for me because what we might think we want, raise your hand. I'm raising mine. How many times have we think we wanted something and then we got it and it was like, this ain't it. Or how many times we thought we wanted something and then we we didn't get it and then we realized we thankful we didn't get it. So I'm just telling you all to be careful with manifesting your own stuff because that's that's what happened. Consult God first. I just read that in like first Samuel. What was that? 21, 22. I think it was 22. They talk about him consulting the Lord before he made the decision. And then I was reading out the NIV. So I think that's when they used the word consult because I wouldn't use that in King James. I don't believe. But anyway, yeah, consult. So just keep that in the back of your head and enjoy failing because she was at a job she hated. And this same job that she hated was the one that was to pay her to go back to school. She, she, you know, she had the boyfriend, but it didn't work out. And she was just kind of like, okay with it. She didn't want to try to force nothing to work out. And, and a lot of times we want to force things to work that's dead. <laughs> and that's a choice too. Choosing to be okay with stuff being dead and not, and choosing not to go back to certain things. So, yeah. It's a hard choice, but I mean, just remember, y'all, it is doable. All right, so, oh, voice cracking. <laughs> Feel like a preteen. All right, so um, let's get into the definitions for the day. I went ahead and defined young, having lived or existed for only a short time. Restless of a person or animal un able to rest or relax as a result of anxiety or boredom and then i went ahead and defined complete i picked the best definition for this which was finish making or doing and when i think and just reading off the title and then obviously the definitions for the week young and restless we know that's the soap opera but i feel like this generation is young and restless and obviously i have my target group but i mean even to 20 year olds are young and restless because it's just so much going on and i don't want to reveal too much i wanted to kind of unpack it as we go along but 
it is a lot and it's easy to be young and restless especially with social media and you do are seeing people do great things and you do have those parents that kind of make those little comments like oh yeah well when you get married or yeah when, when, and they think they think they're helping but they're really not they're making they're adding more pressure or they say stuff like yeah well, when your wife or with your this and when your kids and it's just like okay i get it you want this to happen i do too but just relax so yeah all right let's move into because i'm by myself qtna questions that needs addressing question all right so the first question who told us that our lives were supposed to be together by 25 now i'm not gonna be ignorant and be like oh the white man because that's not the case but I can say that society did make it seem like by 25, this should be how it should be. I'm the believer that 25 is really the beginning of your life because 25 is you a quarter in. You know, most people make it to, you know, 50. Some people make it to 75. And you have people that's real blessed that make it to 100. So they live for four quarters and they lived for a century. And. But most people, not everybody, you know, and RIP to all the people that fallen early, but most can make it to 25 and do. And I feel like that's the kickoff of your life. You know, I used to dread turning. Well, let me go into the next question, which is why does 30 scare us? Am I still excited to turn 30 as of now? No, but I'm not like scared of it either. But I'm not like, oh, I'm running to 30. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that either because I got 28 and I got 29. And, you know, so much can happen in a year. Really, a lot can happen in six months. And the way this world is going, you know what I mean? I could be the international superstar by tomorrow, tomorrow night while you playing with me. So we're just going to see what's going to happen. But I think that 30 scares us because we just feel like we were taught that that was so old. And we look like, dang, 30, you old like that's old and you and then people will say well when you gonna have some kids when you getting married you 30 when that's gonna happen you know what i mean but the way this world is going people not having kids now it's like a trend be 35 36 37 you got them some 40 year olds be doing it some people getting married late because my thing is some of y'all that got married and then been divorced at 25 26 you know and, and i'm not exaggerating people really be divorced at this age and they be like 28 talking about some yeah uh uh-huh i'm divorced huh what what you mean you know but i think that we get pushed into doing stuff and we like oh let me just go do this now and it's just like it ain't the time three which i'm gonna get into as we get along today but the question is can i have fun or should i be working some of us are kind of like Harriet Tubman, you know, I've been working on the railroad. And the thing with that is I know when to take breaks. I just feel like, you know, and I hate to go there but and get kind of dark, but it's just like people dying left and right. Like, enjoy your life. If you don't want to go to work, don't go to work. I said as many times on this platform, I'm going to say it on other platforms, and as many times as I can, take a break. I don't have to go to work every day. That's what you got days for. Shout out, everybody getting a shout out this week. Shout out to Kaylee. I remember she made a post on Instagram and she was just like, either I'm there every day or I'm on time, but you can't have both. That's how I feel. 
Like, I don't feel as though I should have my life together right now. I feel like life is still being written personally. But that's just me. And I get everyone is different. I get everyone, you know, I think that it goes to the next question, which do you feel society set us up? Said it already. I'll say it again. Absolutely. I feel that we were taught to have it together now. I think that social media and TikTok don't make it no better. Well, that's the same thing because TikTok is social media, but you know, but it does kind of get into the question when I like, when I see certain things and I'll be like, you too old, you know, or for me at least, I'm like, I'm too old for that. And it's, it's just that I feel like this is a transitional age and I feel like we're already on top of this being the transitional age for us. It's a transitional period in life. The way the world is set up, the way God is moving at this point in time is very like transition like. And I don't want nobody to miss the jet because it is easy to do. It is easy to miss what's coming. And I don't want nobody to miss nothing. But I will say this. Still enjoy your life. Now, while we talking about missing jets, I'm talking about I need to catch me another jet. Like I just got back from New York. I'm in St. Louis at the moment. But I'm ready to go somewhere else. St. Louis don't count. That's home. But I want to go somewhere else. I don't know. I may. I may. I'm supposed to go to Chicago at the end of July, which I'm going to do. But I may have to go somewhere in between that, too. Um, Dallas is easy because that's a drive. But I don't know. I'm going to have to go somewhere. So we, we need to set that up. Y'all remember that song? Like, like don't miss this jet ho. Remember that? And it was like, jet life to the next life. And that's when everybody was a stoner back in the day. I mean, y'all, some of y'all still stoners now. You know, good for you, I guess. I'm not. But, you know, it is what it is. Y'all do what's best for you. Or you think it's best. And I'll leave it at that. All right, y'all. So, let's move into the segment. The newest one. What does this have to do with mental health? All right. So, first of all, as always, I got my notes. So, it says, according to studies, the most common triggers for a quarter-life crisis in women include a relationship breakup, debt of financial difficulties, and being stuck in a relationship you don't want to be in. So let's unpack them in order. So the first one, a relationship breakup. We go back to the story. Lizzie, bad, the baddest. That ain't her name, but I just said that. But Lizzie, the baddest, she broke up with her dude, and she was hurt by it. And, you know, unfortunately, well, we don't know everything that happened, but it can be inferred that <laughs> she is okay, you know, um, and that things happen. That's just life, right? But the thing is, I'm interested to see what will happen next. But with her, you know, then leads to the second, which is a debt of financial difficulties. It's easy, okay? This is the thing, though, too, y'all got to understand. And I hope that you understand. If, you know, a lot of us are having financial difficulties just because of inflation, you know, Biden just released that. That now you worried about, you know, these these is COVID. And, and, I don't know if I want to get canceled today, but what I will say is, you over here talking about, oh, they have new vaccines for kids six and under for COVID. You need to be doing something about these prices. Ah. 
Y'all, President Trump told you everything that was going to happen with Biden, and it did. He gave y'all a prophetic word. Y'all ain't listen because y'all just hated Trump so much. And now y'all voted for Biden, and whoop, there it is. The real devil. But you know how I feel about politics. That's why I don't discuss politics here because I'm not the politics person. Y'all don't want to hear my views. Y'all and beating tried to have nailed me to the cross, and I'm not, I'm not going. So there's that. But you know, it is what it is. But anyway... Even when she said, or not she, but the studies of being stuck in a relationship you don't want to be in, it, I'm telling y'all, it, all it takes is one thing for certain people to leave. They be in a relationship ready to go. Ooh. I in a relationship just to save face. Some people don't even want to be there, you know. And then they might, they be told y'all y'all going to be in that car crying. I said this before, in that car crying like Pfeiffer and paid in full because you so sad and you so irritated. And I'm like, if this is what y'all got going on, don't get it twisted. It's going to be moments. But, like, a lot of times I'll be like, you don't have to deal with that. And that goes for both men and women, not just men. But y'all, you don't have to deal with that. So, but you made the choice. You know, you decided. So I, I can't, there's nothing I can do. Ah. Now, it says for men, the most common triggers are being trapped in a job you hate, experiencing stress and pressure in your job, and periods of unwanted unemployment. And I've suffered from all three. Being trapped at a job you hate this past year, you know, y'all know, but I'm free from them shackles of that job, of the mess, and people making up stuff, and people putting words in your mouth, and people just stirring up mess because I guess it's what they like to do. So you may have think you won getting rid of me, but really I won because now I'm at peace and about to be making way more. You see? So that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all, y'all need to stop giving people y'all energy and i'm talking to me but it's, it's easier said than done trust me i know then the second one it says you know experiencing stress and pressure at your job i've had that both ways and then periods of one unwanted employment of unwanted unemployment that's funny though periods of unwanted employment yeah that's too because the way people was running it up one of them um them checks was here with them stimulus checks and was running up bags and 50k tap in 20k tap in i wish i could be a scammer i wish i could be all of that you know because i'd be a yrn right now i mean i kind of am a yrn you know but um which plays into the episode yrn young rich nigga so and not young restless nigga I th- <laughs> that's funny i think a lot of people are young restless niggas. So when they say YRN, they ain't saying young rich nigga. They saying young restless nigga because they working. And it's a brand called Young and the Restless. Think you know, but still in this case, that's a good brand. They ain't talking about young and restless like these people tired having bags under their eyes. Twenty five looking like they going on fifty because they stressed out. It's a real thing. Trust me, I've seen it. I've seen it. I see it all the time. I'm not even playing. But. I remember, and I was going to discuss this later, but I'll just discuss it now. Basically, I remember in 2017, I was had a bunch of odd jobs. And then after having a decent job, but I was about to get fired. So I, I was late one day to work and they had called me and hey, man had kind of already warned me like, you know, you coming late and you not catching on what we doing. And I would hate for somebody new to come in and do better than you. So basically... Um, I remember one morning I had, well, the night before I went to my homeboy birthday party, party was jumping and I didn't get home to two, but I had to be up at six. So I remember waking up at like 
I had to be there at six and I had to leave at like five forty-five. I woke up at like six twenty, six thirty. So I ended up being like, yo, boss, I think I texted him and I was like, hey, I'm running late after I just had that conversation, right? So I sent Buddy a text, right? Halfway on the way there, I sent Buddy a text and I said, hey, boss, um, today's going to be my last day. <laughs> and then I blocked his number and I went back home with sleep. And then after that, I had like little odd jobs and I didn't get a stable job to like 2017, obviously 2017, to like October of 2017. So, yeah. And was I stressed? Kind of. I was more stressed by people in my life, which I'll get on off with that because I don't want to throw no shots. But more so the pressure added from others in that hour and in that season versus myself. I was kind of stressed. but I'm kind of like, okay, it's going to work out. And. You know, obviously it did and look at me now. But I believe situations like that build character. Okay. So here's the thing. It is being stressed. Okay. Like I said, being stressed in a in a way I feel like builds character, right? And being a certain age, you know, the old people would say, Oh, you this age, you don't need to be stressed. And we kind of, you know, blow off the older people when they make their little comments. Because sometimes they be good. And sometimes they be like, ah, oh, shut up, uh, Ed, Ed, Edna. I feel like somebody grinning they ain't listening. They're going to be offended. And if your name is Edna, I'm sorry. I ain't trying to say your name old. I mean, it is. But I'm not trying to, like, make you feel bad for it. Because you can't change your name. I mean, you could go by E. You know, what's up, E? You know? If you're a girl, you be like, oh, what's up, Ed? You know? On some like funny stuff. You could. But according to 13 reasons why millennials are so stressed. So I 13, I picked seven. So the first one says anxiety. 12% of millennials have been diagnosed with anxiety disorder. And this will cause a stress in their lives. 30% of the millennials who are already in the workforce have been characterized as having anxiety and in excess of 61% of college students have also been reported to have the condition. And this is what builds the stress beyond normal levels, right? Two, we kind of already talked about the tough job market. We know it's hard right now. We're about to go back into a recession if we ain't already started. And, you know, it's going to be kind of looking like Joseph and them back in the, uh, during that famine hit. The third one is student debt. I ain't paying that one student loan, so. Ah! Oh, oh my God. You take that what you want and do with, do with it as you please. I'm not paying it, hang it up. But y'all president said he was getting rid of student loans, and they still here. Some people's did, but not everybody. The fourth one is psychological imbalance. It says millennials are forced to endure so much at an early stage. This will lead to emotional imbalance. Millennials continue with so much from divorce of parents to coping with growing up too fast and in an era where information and access is easily magnified. With all these factors in play, millennials become increasingly stressed. I could believe that it's the information age and it's just too much. It's just too much a lot of the time. Fifth one, bad sleeping habits. Y'all go to bed. I'm telling y'all, y'all going to regret it in later years. You need to take naps, do something. You know, even though they say the naps throw off the circadian rhythm. I learned that recently. So get your sleep regularly. And then if you do take a nap, only take it for like 
25, 30 minutes, setting the lawn. And even with me, like sometimes y'all, I done done that. And it'd be like, I'd be more recharged in a 25, 30 minute nap than one is like two, three hours. Cause like you be drained. So yeah. Also the culture of perfectionism for six, which I believe is, that's the case. And you know, everything is a culture these days, right? The base word for culture is cult. Think about that. But for real, I think that we feel that we have to be perfect with everything that we're doing. And sometimes I will intentionally leave flaws on purpose because, which is a choice, just to show your human, my humanity. And I think that's something y'all should pick up on too, because it actually is effective. And then the last one it says, which we already didn't touch on, but it has the statistics to go with it which is the lack of work and life balance which it says millennials are known to thrive in a setting where they have a work and life balance without the balance millennials are known to face a difficult process of determining how to allocate time and still be productive get y'all a calendar and not one on your phone i mean you can't be old school put it on a big calendar like get you one from the dollar store get one of them and do it and now you'll see the difference i promise i promise you will i promise you will all right so now Let's move into another segment, the weekly sabbatical. All right, y'all. So as we know, the weekly sabbatical, this is a time to reflect and, you know, just kind of about everything. Now, I kind of did the reflection a little early because I kind of went over the story I wanted to tell. That's okay because it was still a part of everything. So according to Quarter Life Crisis and its Consequences for Young Adults by Mandy Cloppers, The crisis of the quarter-life age is often marked by indecisiveness about the future, jealousy towards periods, loss of direction in life, lack of motivation, split between the desire to have fun and have responsibilities. Now, such a crisis in the quarter-life of a young adult is not unusual. However, if the problem is not adequately addressed, quarter-life consequences can be quite severe. It then reads and says that unresolved crisis can lead to reckless behavior such as alcoholism which can then cause other health problems it can also exasperate problems with depression anxiety etc all right so again we could think about sunday funday people who sunday funday every sunday now can you be sober on sunday funday absolutely you don't have to have a drink or two or seven but a lot of the times these people do sunday funday reckless spending which then leads to bad sleeping habits, which then leads to drunk being drunk and belligerent and out, out your body. I'm telling you now, I didn't see some Sunday fun days where they did it to people. Right. Like, for instance, you know, which we don't think about it, but like we, we go to Sunday fun day or whatever day, you know, you just go crazy. Right. You go crazy, spend a bunch of money because it ain't even always liquor. Sometimes it's food. You feel the need, and we all got that one person, that one friend, that feel the need to get them something to eat, even when they ain't hungry, everywhere y'all stop at. I got one, and and at the time I've been that, but I'm not no more, so there's that. But the thing is, you just spent all this money, you didn't watch somebody be belligerent, or maybe maybe not even watch it, maybe they didn't happen, because sometimes you can have, again, a sober Sunday fun day, you don't have to indulge in, you know, beverages, 
you know, they cause intoxication. But if they do start tripping and being belligerent, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on that phone, 911, what's your emergency? And I'm going to let them know, buddy tripping, sister tripping. And, you know, if you make it sound like you feel threatened, if you use words like I feel threatened, you know, they may run to the spot a little sooner than later. But I say that to say this. It's a lot going on for us in this in the world we live in now and it's easy to just overindulge but let's go to some tips all right and let's utilize some easy tips to help you through your qlc if you're going through one in which is from what is a quarter life crisis and how to deal with it by jesse j wayne it says step one first identify which areas need your focus many issues can contribute to your quarter life crisis the first step is to pinpoint what is the biggest issue for you you can then focus on fixing these areas first to create the momentum. Is it a general sense of purposelessness and not knowing what you want to do in life? Or is it just a dissatisfaction with your career, your relationship status, a combination of all things? I think we saw in the story, if we go back to that, Lizzie kind of was like all over the place. But what is causing you the most pain and where do you feel like you don't have it together? And then for me, you know, I'm not really there now, but I'm just saying for anybody that is write down that area. You know, what is it in particular that you're struggling with? Take time out your day, your night, whatever to just sit. Even if you're at work, ain't doing nothing. Just write out like, what am I the most stressed? What area am I the most stressed in? And then that's when you take that stuff up to God. Like, what can we do to fix that? The second one, it says set goals. Once you've taken stock and figured out your main area for focus, it's time to decide what you want to happen in these areas to give you direction to head in. The best way to do this is through setting goals for yourself. These have to be real goals that you want and not what you think you want or what society dictates you want. All right. So there's that. And that's good. And then three, it says take action. Once you know where you want to go, the last step is to take action. Take action is only what you can get out of the crisis. Thinking about it, no matter how long you spend, is not going to change the situation. Therefore, how you feel. Messy action is better than no action. The way you create change. As mentioned, the fact that that differentiates quarter lifers who emerge from their crisis with a positive experience and a sense of growth were the ones who took action to create changes in their lives. Break down your goals into smaller manageable steps and start taking action immediately to create change. As you start moving, momentum will build and you will start to feel better and better. Going through a quarter life crisis is a hard experience, but sometimes things need to disintegrate before they can actually rebuild. I'm going to read that again. Things need to actually disintegrate before they can rebuild. Use this period as an opportunity to grow and to learn more about yourself and what you want out of life. When you do this, you can live more intentionally and build a life you can truly be happy in. Long story short, you can't stop everything. Certain things gonna happen. I've been in situations where we didn't want it to happen, and those things that crumbled end up being the best things that happened to us. And I think when I had mine, I think it was the best thing that happened to me as far as when I didn't go with that period without a long time without a job. And that was again in 2017. Of course, I haven't had moments of growth since then. I have, but you know, still that was a time where, which was effective and it was a lot going on and it forced me to kind of think and I learned what I wanted to do in my life in that period and have been taking steps towards that since, which is kind of part of the reason the podcast came about. Cause as y'all remember, which I haven't heard in a long time, you know, remember the podcast started off as a blog and look at us now, six seasons in and a million dollars later. Ah. Oh, oh my god all right y'all so that's it for today let's go ahead and go over the um 
question and challenge for the week before we go. So this week's question and challenge for the week is I want you to add, I want to ask you the question and challenge for this week is, are you in a QLC quarter life crisis or have you ever been in one? All right. And then feel free to explain from there. All right, y'all, this episode was not the longest. It's just me, but be happy for next week because we have a great guest and we talk about how to bounce back after the quarter life crisis does hit because trust me, it will. And she has a great story. So yeah, that's it for this week. All right, y'all, PSA signing out. Always remember, keep your head up like your neck hurt. Remember who you are and make your mind up. Don't let it make you. Just like the story behind every amazing song, Nashville has a lot to share beyond the world-class tunes that make us Music City. Taste the good life from our amazing chef-driven restaurants, so good that they will make your palate sing. Indulge yourself in our new upscale hotel scene, many with remarkable rooftop views, and our first-class shopping that'll leave you wanting more. Visit Nashville and take your playlist to a whole new level. Plan your trip today at visitmusiccity.com. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia Law Enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Just like the story behind every amazing song, Nashville has a lot to share beyond the world-class tunes that make us Music City. Taste the good life from our amazing chef-driven restaurants. So good that they will make your palate sing. Indulge yourself in our new upscale hotel scene, many with remarkable rooftop views, and our first-class shopping that'll leave you wanting more. Visit Nashville and take your playlist to a whole new level. Plan your trip today at visitmusiccity.com. Good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Psychology of the Hustle podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. 
Thank you so much for listening and engaging in conversation. I hope it's sparking conversation with your friends and family members. We got more for you then. Yes, we haven't done a timestamp before because we just never really got around to it. But I think it's super important for us to identify where we are in the space of the world. So it is May 29, 2022. The last 14 days, we have experienced three acts of terror. Um, I don't know what else to call it. These are the things that my nightmares are made of. Most recent was the school shooting in I say Uvalde, Texas, but I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. 19 little people, two adults, and counting infamous amounts of trauma, infamous amounts of chaos. So if we sound a certain way, just want to give you all a little bit of perspective. I'm going to pause on that note. Yeah, so as you reflect on different things and topics that we present, you know, you really start to the weight of the world does get on you as much as you try to preserve your peace. You know, it's hard not to put those weight on your shoulder as you get older and just more aware of the, what has happened, what could happen all in the world. So to Kim's point, you know, give grace as far as the tone and things of our, of how we talk and stuff, we try to keep it light positive, but just know that we're all dealing with it. You know, we're here with you as you listen to the podcast. We are here, like I said, with you and just we trying to make sense of anything of all this shit. Yeah, that's it right there. Trying to make sense of all of this shit because it is. But, you know, I think our topic this morning is right on time. Clearing out your space, making room for what's important to you. If you look in our cliff notes, we have a under two minute video for those of us with short attention spans <laughs> that really kind of speaks on how to prioritize. Now, we touched on that in season one, knowing what your why was, but this takes it a little bit deeper. I actually wrote down rocks, pebbles and sand, but there's also a jar. There's a vessel. And I didn't even write down the fact that there's a vessel, but that's just now coming to me. So pause and watch or watch after the fact and uh, definitely drop in the comments what your thoughts and feelings are around the topic. But homie, you know, we watched the video in our quiet time. What were your thoughts around rock, pebbles, sand and the vessel? I like how they put it together. So basically, you know, the rocks being the larger priorities in your life. So they represent, you know, what they say, your family. They represent things that are important mm -hmm. to you. And then pebbles are kind of the next level. It might be like your job. And then the sand is kind of materialistic things. What got me mm -hmm. really was that if you put the sand in the jar and the vessel first, meaning the things that if you fill yourself up with things that aren't as important. So we talk about, it's just say you focus on clothes and having the right car and the right house and all of that stuff, like the importance of the importance that you place on that stuff doesn't leave mm -hmm. room for family or health or anything like that in your vessel, because we only have the capacity to do so much or fill ourselves with so much. Right. And so right. if we're filling it up with things that really don't matter at the end of the day, what happens to the things that do matter? And I think that this really goes towards, I think about when somebody passes away, you can't take none of this shit with you, right? Sure you can't thing. take no car, lashes, you can't take nothing. The only thing that you can leave really as a legacy, and we talked about that, kind of leaving that legacy, 
it's kind mm-hmm. of memories, it's time. You know, people aren't going to necessarily remember, you know, they may have, you know, like a necklace from somebody or, you know, certain things, mm-hmm. but the things that's really going to, first thing that's going to come to their mind is not that material thing. It's going to be those memories that you made with the person. It's going to be those experiences that you had with the person. So it's like filling mm-hmm. yourself with those more important things, filling your vessel, filling your time, clearing your space so that you have time for this stuff is really what makes a difference in not only the people around you, your immediate family, your friends, but in your life too. You think about what fills you and what really makes you happy. And and I'm not to say that I love shoes. Granted, I love feeling good about myself with shoes, but that's not going to be what's going to fill my vessel. Like I'm not going to prioritize shoes of my kid or something like that. Right. No, no, you went where we needed to be because I think that the important part of it, you know, rocks, pebbles, and sand. So there's the vessel. The vessel is you as a human being, right? And then your rocks, family, friends, health, and not just your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual wellness. I think when people look at health, they think like, oh, you know, I want to be physically strong, but some of us are mentally weak. And so with the instances that have happened, and we kind of talked about this in our little, our pre-show discussion, what is your mind right for? And we have to be mindful about what we ingest. This has been a week where we have had to be mindful of what we take in Mm -hmm. because you can become distraught about taking in. So be very mindful about ingesting content. The only thing that I can compare this to in my mind was we graduated from Dillard May of 2005. And Hurricane Katrina happened probably within three or four months after that. And I remember the 24-hour news cycle being Mm -hmm. up and Mm -hmm. watching for hours on end, sitting in front of the TV and watching CNN as they roused the crowd to see if I knew anybody in the crowd to -hmm. get placed where they were so I could ease what I thought would ease my mind. I was not in a great place at that time, but only, you know, hindsight taught me that you have to be mindful about what it is that you ingest Mm -hmm. and not just in times like this, but in times of lax, be mindful of just what you allow yourself to ingest music, TV. I am a first 48 fan, but I have to be mindful (laughs) because first 48, it start one way. And it end one way yeah. every single time. <laughs> I need to be mindful of what it is that I ingest. Yeah, to your point, like I previously spoke about kind of materialistic things, but yeah, that sand can definitely represent things that are happening. And we had the conversation, you know, we were talking about during this week, I was very, in your point, mindful about what I was watching, you know, how much news mm-hmm. and what kind of, I didn't allow myself to get engulfed in all of the details of each shooting. So of each tragedy, right? Because mm-hmm. I know that if I ingest all of that, I will start to spiral, which is mm-hmm. not good for me, not good for my family. I acknowledge what's going on. And I can't take all of that in because then I will start to place my family and myself in those situations and I can't do that. So if that means that I have to turn the TV off, that means I have to get off of social media, then I'll do that. That's Mm -hmm. what I did. You know, I really had to stop because sometimes you're not even looking for it. It just smacks you in the face. You know, you scrolling through Instagram and it's just like, it's a headline. And of course they do that on purpose to catch your attention. And you're going to stop just off of, just because, and you see, and you're going to read it. And even if it's just, you know, five or six words, that is ingesting kind of that negativity, that stuff that's going to really stress you out and take 
that valuable space and emotional stability. So like, Kim, I really had to like take a back seat to it. Like I had to, you know, Mm -hmm. my thing is that in order to preserve my peace as much as I can and protect my mental, I have to, you know, see it. I pray about it and I give it to God. That's all I can do. It was funny because I was talking to somebody about how ignorance is bliss. You know, just not knowing what is going on sometimes can really be a peaceful thing. You know, sometimes ignorance is truly bliss at sometimes. Yes. Yeah. When we were talking about, you know, checking out, being mindful of what you feed your vessel, what kind of exposure you have and how, what you put in and not only just, you know, the value of the things that you're putting in, right. What, where they stand, if it's materialistic Mm -hmm. things, if it's family, if it's friends, if it's things that are going on in the world, you just have to be mindful in order to protect your kind of own sanity. For me, it was really about being ignorant. Like I take in nuggets of stuff now because I know Mm -hmm. that if it becomes real intense. So as we talk about, you know, the tragedy of the shootings, the massacres Mm -hmm. that have happened, I can only digest sand size pieces of information from those things. Because if I get a pebble or even a rock size of information, if I ingest that, I can spiral out of control as far as concern, worry, anxiety, that all transitions, manifests into physical issues. Like I've been in a place where You know, I felt like I was having a heart attack. I was breathing like I've had anxiety attacks at work for no reason. And it was because Mm -hmm. I was ingesting at the time. This was some years ago, but at the time I was taking on the weight of everything that was happening at the time in the world or to other people. And I was, it was really like, oh my God, if that happens to me, you know, if that happens to my child, Mm -hmm. like what would I do? Like Mm -hmm. I go through that whole scenario of things. Mm -hmm. And I know I do that period because I have postpartum anxiety Mm -hmm. period. So I'm doing that. But then on top of that, adding in, you know, the massacres and all of that, you know, just the regular anxiety can really, so I choose to be ignorant in some things Mm -hmm. in order to protect my peace, protect my mental state. And to preserve, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of value in my life in order to make sure that I can still function, you know, and exactly. I can still allow my family, I can still allow, you know, my daughter to have certain experiences because if I don't, she would be locked in a closet somewhere and never come out until exactly. she was 30. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think you prove a good point. Okay, so just for clarification, y'all, ignorance is lack of knowledge. And sometimes we deprive ourselves of that knowledge for our own personal peace. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. That's self-preservation, okay? So I don't see nothing wrong with it. If you do, drop it in the comments. We can talk about it. I think the thing that I like that you have said is that sometimes people will take, and using the example of rocks, pebbles, and sand, they'll make a sand situation a rock. They'll make a sand situation a pebble. And the video, because it's less than two minutes, does not go into all that. But you have to know what your priorities are. And again, so many of us, prioritize the wrong things. We're making cars rocks. We're making Mm -hmm. home ownership rocks. We're making your job a rock. Mm -hmm. And these are things that at the end of the day will not have any memory of you. I mean, yes, you may leave a little bit of a legacy at your job, but when you are gone, when you leave this earth, you cannot take those things with you. And you can leave them to people, but they do not mean as much than the experiences shared. And so sometimes I like the way you pointed that out is that sometimes we will prioritize the wrong things. So again, they said that your rocks should be more like your family, your friends, your health. 
your people. And some of y'all don't have great relationships with your people, your mm-hmm. family, to be mm-hmm. an example. But learn how to deal with them. Learn how to interact with them. And know that as you're evolving, they're evolving too. Nikki spoke of giving grace. We mentioned that a lot in our podcast. We ask for y'all to give us grace sometimes because we come on here and we go left and right and y'all stay <laughs> with us. So thank y'all for giving us grace. The pebbles are supposed to be the other things that matter in your life, your school, your work, your hobbies, your interests, your hustle. Those are the things that to me do fall into what your pebbles should be. These are the things that add experience and richness to your life. If we look at seasonings, it's not just the salt and the peppers, the garlic powder, the onion powder. It is everything that gives your life flavor in my mind. That's a good analogy. You get that flavor, you get that sauce. <laughs> Put that sauce on it. <laughs> if y'all just out here seasoning with salt and pepper, don't subscribe to us. <laughs> subscribe to the Food Network because you need more than the salt and pepper. You need, some people like spice. Get you a little cayenne. Mmm, the habanero. Okay, so. Yeah, get y'all some spice sriracha. in your life. Girl, everybody done turned on to sriracha these days. You know, in the video, they say it's the material possessions, but I think the sand is sometimes the drama. So sometimes the sand is like the shit that's not going to matter in three right. minutes, three hours, three days, right. three months. Some of y'all got some people in your lives that are sand and y'all not going to remember them in three months. Promise. And you're making them into rocks. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, then you wonder why you always have like strife with that person. Like I see a lot of things on Instagram is like about cutting people off and all that stuff. You know, you're making somebody who should be sand in your life into a rock. So there's taking up a lot of space. They have too much of your space and of your time. And then you wonder why you guys always, there's friction or why you don't feel like it's because they really have too much value, giving them too much value in your life. And I feel like Kim, as we get older, it's like those things that we thought were rocks 20 years ago, who were really like pebbles or sand. The value of certain things have changed as you get older and you really like start to value, like I said, time, like spent Mm -hmm. conversations, had experiences. It's Mm -hmm. like taking those pebbles and those rocks and really kind of spending that value on that, uh, focusing, filling your vessel with that stuff. I'm going to take your example of folks who are sand and we turn them into rocks. I'm going to take that and go a step further. You know, sand is soft right Mm -hmm. and when you apply pressure to sand you indent it you know like Mm -hmm. you can push it sand will run off when the water comes up on the shoreline Mm -hmm. sand will run off out from under your feet and so you're wanting something hard something tangible something strong from something that is soft okay Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times we have to recognize that what we're applying on that particular person place or thing it may not be built for that level of structure Woo. I'm looking at furniture for my, we didn't talk about that in the pregame. We did. I'm looking at new furniture and I am big weight requirements. Now, I don't know if this is my carryover from being a larger woman, but I never knew the furniture had weight limits. It is very important to me now. And I want the weight limits of 300 pounds or higher. Now, don't ask me what I'm doing on this <laughs> furniture to where I need 300 pounds or higher. Y'all mind y'all business. Okay? <laughs> I'm just giving y'all the example. And so I want to make sure that the pressure that I'm about to be applying to this furniture is going to be able to withstand. So sometimes we have to recognize the pressure that we're putting on the sand is not built for. 
you're not going to build anything strong on a foundation of sand. So Woo! if you're filling up your vessel with sand, y'all, we didn't talk about this, but it's coming out. If you're building a foundation upon a structure of sand, you will sink. Think about it. Look, we're going to pause for a minute and let that marinate. Because <laughs> what you just said, say it again. You can't build a foundation on sand. Right. And so when we was little, the three little pigs, and they talked about sticks. Well, the three little pigs, they had a house built of sticks. I forgot what the other one. Yeah, one was, was one was brick. The last one was brick, but I don't remember what the first, I remember sticks and something else. Yeah. If y'all remember, drop it in the comments. But then nobody talk about what it was built on. And so we're all about, you got to build it on something strong. It got to be worth being built on. So again, we have discussed the rocks, the pebbles, and the sand. But let's take a minute to really kind of talk about the vessel because the vessel was important too. I think in the example, they said a glass. Okay, you're the vessel. Are you taking care of the vessel? Yeah, you're trying to by what you put in it. But what happens if your vessel has some cracks in it? What happens if you recognize Mm. that and you're not doing what you need to do to repair that? The original title of this was Making Room for What's Important. And we may change that around to maybe you need to make sure you're ready for the build, which is kind of funny because I'm redoing (laughs) my house, y'all. But you have to make sure that the vessel is ready. And so sometimes we have to have, sit down and take that inventory of what it is that's important to us. Identifying your priorities, making sure that you are ready to be poured into it's like that thing, right? You say you're ready to be poor because you ever had that friend or even the person you're trying to tell them something, you know, you're trying to give them advice, but they're not ready to hear it. They're not ready to receive it yet. So they hear you, but they just don't act on it. There's nothing. It's because they aren't ready to receive that. It's like, you really got to be ready to receive truth, hard facts, hard truths, should I say. Mm-hmm. So if somebody mm-hmm. is telling you something that you don't necessarily want to hear, but you need to hear You have to be ready to hear that because it'll just kind of go one ear out the other if you're not ready to absorb that information. I don't know if that's where you were going with that, but. Because I think at the end of the day, when we give people that level of feedback and I've been one to receive that level of feedback and not been ready, that is Mm. a shock to your system. And a, a lot of times people think that like trauma, thinking about fight, flight, freeze, And there's this new one called fawn. I'm really not familiar with the fawn one as much. Mm -hmm. Maybe my brain has not evolved to that level (laughs) yet. But that fight, flight, or freeze, I got them three on lock, baby. I could do them three. So if you've ever given somebody a nugget of knowledge that they weren't ready for, and then they ghost you, they stop talking to you, that's the flight. Freeze is, it could be ghosting. But it can also be like, I'm just not going to approach this subject. I'm going to ex-nay you out of this part of my life. That can right. be a free fight is we're going to have a verbal or physical altercation, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be real combative around it. And so a lot of times we have to make sure that the vessels that we're pouring into are ready, but you have to have a certain level of rapport, a certain level of relationship going back to knowing your rocks, your pebbles and your sand. Right. You may think that you are rock in this person's life. <laughs> they may be viewing you as a sand. So right. here you coming with this rock. You're like, I care about you. I'm thinking about you in this way. And if that person's not ready to receive that from you, it may be an applicable message. But if they're looking at you like sand 
and you really feeling like you a rock, you may be giving them a nugget of knowledge that they just not ready for coming from you. You, yes. Right? And right. then they're like, oh shit, you know, like, look at this person giving me this truth. Why isn't this person over here that I do consider to be a rock not giving me that truth? Now you done question all they shit. You done <laughs> made them question it all. Just off of a comment. Sometimes something, somebody who was a rock can break down into a pebble and break down into sand. Sometimes rocks degrade, right? Depending on what type of rock it was. Look, look at these analogies, right? You know, yeah. some rocks can degrade. They degrade over time, you know, with added pressure and things like that. So adding pressure of life. Think about like Kim, if you think about like friends that you had in elementary school, junior high, high school, college, right? Over time, you know, they were at that time in your life, that person was a rock, right? Mm. Rock solid. That was the value and they were, but 10, 15 years then passed and the pressures of life, the pressures of things that are going on have degraded that person down to a pebble size or down to a sand. You kind of have to acknowledge that too. You have to kind of look at these people because what happens is, is like, I remember them being a rock. Now I'm getting advice from somebody who I thought was a sand, getting rock advice from I thought was a sand. And the person who I thought was a rock ain't doing shit for me. Things have changed, shifted. And the way that you can think about that is like, you think about people who have come into your life, maybe later in life, you know, too. Mm -hmm. They, and then it's like your relationship may have started from like a work relationship. You like, you knew them at work. And then all of a sudden it's just like, because of life experiences, the, where you are in life, you know, kind of your level of adulthood and then stuff yes. you become, you think somebody is only going to be that work friend, but then they become one of your rocks in your life. So, so that's to your point of, is that we have to acknowledge at the time because in previous episodes, we talked about people with seasons and, you know, they mm -hmm. kind of grow out of your life, but they degrade over time and you have to acknowledge that. Like, that's why that rock didn't give you or wasn't there for you like you thought they would be is because they've degraded down and you just have to acknowledge that. And in previous episodes, we always talk about, you know, talk, taking inventory. And I think that is the beauty of the evolution of life, being able to look back and say, you know what, there was people where I was like, oh yeah, when I get married to such and such, which y'all I'm not married, so yeah. there we go. <laughs> uh, when I get married to such and such, this person is going to stand by me. And I don't know where that person is in their life mm -hmm. right now. Not because I don't love them, but because our values change. Right. And I had to recognize that that person that I thought was a rock was weighing me down. And guess what? The psychology of the hustle is not responsible. Okay, for you <laughs> running your car into something because we done gave y'all a word or right. knocking all your shit off your desk at work because you're listening to us. Okay, we're not responsible for that. What we're doing is we're normalizing this experience of evolution. Some of us need to take those friends that we have and be like, you know what? You've taken up a huge space in my life, but I need to, you know, you're going to be more like a pebble or maybe you're going to be saying just because we're growing in two different directions and that's okay. It's okay to take inventory about where you are, but that is the most important part. Taking the inventory, being mindful and prioritizing what is going to give you peace and purpose. We go back to that. When we started, we talked about, you know, the hustle. We talked about how are we going to evolve to have, you know, these multiple streams of income and things like that. And I think the hustle Again, we've discussed that the hustle changes depending on the topic, but it's the legacy right. that's left. 
always go back to this is a legacy, you know, us dropping these nuggets of knowledge and having it to where or TT's babies are going to come back and listen to this and be like, <laughs> bad now. They know that I say we say out of love, right? <laughs> but they know they mama. <laughs> mama got a potty mouth. <laughs> this is true. But the hustle to me is the legacy. And right. I think part of our hustle is helping people get to their hustle and their legacy. We hope that at some point for some of us and for some of y'all, y'all will be our rocks. Some of us, some of y'all, we may be y'all pebbles. For some of us, some of y'all, y'all just may listen to us in the background and be like, them bras is crazy and we just some sand. But at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, we are pouring into you what we know, which is a legacy of love, I guess. Girl, we just had this all up. Right. You know, and just to kind of bring it back around is that filling your space, your vessel, you know, like be mindful of what you're filling it in, who you're filling it with and know, you know, their place, I think, to help you get to a place of whatever that is. It might be, like you said, your hustle might be peace. It might be legacy, family, whatever that thing is, you know, it's being mindful about what that glass is being filled with and acknowledging who and what should have the majority of that space. That time, that legacy, like you can't get time back. Like it just goes by too fast. That's one thing that will never get back is time. So you have to be mindful of where you spend it. Life is too short for all of that. Let me give y'all the hallmark ending. So thank y'all for spending <laughs> y'all time with us. Right. Here at the Psychology of the Hustle podcast. I know we do this. This is totally selfish. We do this for us. <laughs> no, yeah. we do it for y'all too, though. It's a conversation between friends. These are the things that we talk about, you know, right? You know, it's like we just mm-hmm. placed on your heart and, it, and there to share. And so we're glad that you all are listening and yeah. you know, sharing with your people. And I just, my main thing is just to spark conversations. Like I really want people to have more in-depth conversations with the people, you know, that are around them and close because that in itself teaches you, you learn more about that person. You learn, you get mm-hmm. more of a in-depth relationship with people when mm-hmm. you have conversations that aren't just superficial, right? It's just like, oh, exactly. girl, you, you look cute. You know, no, like I was listening to this about, you know, filling your vessels, right? You know, mm-hmm. what does that mean to you? Like they were talking about this, like you start having in-depth conversations, like, shoot, this is a first date conversation. If you want it, like find out what somebody really about, what's your vessel filled with? What is your time and who do you spend? You know, think about it, right? Come on. <laughs> But I think that's the point. You know, we're challenging people to have those in-depth conversations. And if you don't have rocks to have those conversations with, have Mm -hmm. them with us. Drop your thoughts, drop your ideals in the comments section. And we do okay getting up in there and, you know, responding back. Let's just kind of take a little bit of time to acknowledge that. And okay, I can already feel the tears welling up. The Mm -hmm. feedback that we have gotten in regards to just the podcast, folks, listen, it's May 29th. We have had 150 plus listens, individual listens of the podcast that we have dropped in totality. That throws me that people have sat down, committed their time, shared that time with us to listen to what we're talking about. And then for those of y'all that send messages, that share you all do not know nor understand how that warms my heart and really just validates what it is that we're doing. Cause we're going to do this shit anyway. Like Nikki said, it's, this is a phone call. Y'all are just listening to mm-hmm. a phone call between mm-hmm. two friends, two accountability partners, two people mm-hmm. that are strongly invested in each other 
And for y'all to tap into that, I mean, I really do. I get what Nikki will tell you. I'll sit there and cry about mm-hmm. it. But I'm also the one that'll be like, look, girl, look what somebody had sent to us. Right. You know, and I still yeah. it and saving it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yes. That's really what it boils down to is that thank you. And we're so happy and we hope you know, it keeps going. So we appreciate y'all. We appreciate this, this opportunity, this platform. And please stay tuned because there's, there's more conversation to go. We're going to take this. Yes. Look, I'm going to speak it now. We're going to take this bitch to the streets. We're going to do a live recording. Kim going to come yeah. into town. We're going to do a live. And be sure to follow us on Instagram, Psychology of the Hustle. When we drop them, you can actually just click on the links to go directly mm-hmm. to the episode and listen to us on iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to issue a real quick challenge before we get up out of here. Identify who your rocks are and then, you know, just shoot this over to them and be like, hey, yo, thank you for being my rock. Thank you for investing in me in the way you do. Yo, if you get this and you're a rock and you didn't know you was a rock, surprise, mm-hmm. <laughs> use a rock. But identify who your people are. And again, that's going to sound real familiar because we've talked about that before. But we thank y'all for sharing in this journey with us. Thank y'all for y'all time, effort, and energy. This is Kim. Yeah, it's Angelique, a.k.a. Nikki. <laughs> Holla and at we us. We are signing off. Peace. Bye. Just like the story behind every amazing song, Nashville has a lot to share beyond the world-class tunes that make us Music City. Taste the good life from our amazing chef-driven restaurants, so good that they will make your palate sing. Indulge yourself in our new upscale hotel scene, many with remarkable rooftop views, and our first-class shopping that'll leave you wanting more. Visit Nashville and take your playlist to a whole new level. Plan your trip today at visitmusiccity.com. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Download episodes of previous shows. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Just like the story behind every amazing song, Nashville has a lot to share beyond the world-class tunes that make us Music City. Taste the good life from our amazing chef-driven restaurants, so good that they will make your palate sing. Indulge yourself in our new upscale hotel scene, many with remarkable rooftop views, and our first-class shopping that'll leave you wanting more. Visit Nashville and take your playlist to a whole new level. Plan your trip today at visitmusiccity.com. The Triple B Podcast would like to invite you to come break bread with your brothers. If you like what you're hearing on the show, if you think we missed the mark, or if we got it all wrong, reach out to us on social media. We can be reached on Twitter at triple underscore B underscore pod or search Brothers Breaking Bread Podcast. We are the Brothers Breaking Bread on Facebook and our email is brothersbreakingbreadpod at gmail.com. Further descriptions are in the show notes like follow, friend, do all that good stuff. And please never forget to break bread with your brothers. How y'all doing? Out here, chilling in the spot. What up? How y'all going? Get out there, chilling in the spot. What up? How y'all doing? We 
Breaking Bread podcast in the house. Breaking bread. How y'all doing? We out here, chilling in the spot. What up? Trying to hold it all together, man. Life is moving fast right now, man. So it's good to have everybody out there. I love that, man. I love it a lot more than I could, I could, I could, I could say to you guys. Niggas create everything. Hey, 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 what's going on out there, y'all? Brothers breaking bread, triple B in the house. You know what, man? My heart is full. I thought it was gonna be a skeleton crew episode, which would have been bad. I would just I would have had the lovely Kim. I would have had Zeb the soldier. But my man Tim Meads decided to drop in. Half of the brothers of Doom, aka Joe Pop, aka the nigga you love to hate, aka Crazy Joe Batman. Get these niggas in school. We got one to go. Joe Jeff is here. I'm the KC Stork. How y'all doing, y'all? Uh, doing well, but I'm doing well. They're doing well. Can't, can't, forget, man, we, can't forget we gave Joe a, a new middle name uh, before he got on during the pregame. Joe motherfucking Jefferson. Uh, That's right. Yeah, Joe motherfucking <laughs> Jefferson. Joe motherfucking Jefferson. You gotta yeah, say that. None of us knew his. None of us know his real, real uh, middle name, so we we anointed him a new one. And when you say the motherfucker, you Can't gotta say it with your full chest. You can't say it like a little bitch. You can't be like nah. Joe motherfucking Jefferson. No, Joe motherfucking <laughs> Jefferson. The one that say bad motherfucker. The one that say bad motherfucker. The wallet that say bad motherfucker. You got to stomp your feet when you say it, Joe motherfucking Jefferson. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> and that could be the only response. Nigga. Yeah. <laughs> We already know, I mean, yeah, we already know what we're going to get into this episode. So let's, let's check in so we can get in. I know how we do. Uh, Miss Kim, Honey Buns, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right, fellas. Um, we're checking in. So this week, I just want to give you all a little nugget of knowledge that representation matters. I had an awesome opportunity to speak at a conference this week. They let me up out the office. And so um, I got a chance to actually meet probably about mm, five or six different foster care youth from across the state of Kansas, and um, I was dressed a little bit more casual than I would like to have been because I have sustained injury, so um, I was in my high-top converse instead of my instead of my heels, so I had a little bit more relatability to the youth, but um, there was about 16 black girls in one of my classes, y'all, and um, they had on their bonnets, and I was like oh, I didn't get invited to the bonnet committee. And they were like, oh, you don't rock no bonnet, Miss Kim. And I had my bonnet in my bag because my bonnet is on the faces away. No, we done, seen the, we done seen the bonnet now. We done seen the bonnet. Thank you for going to tell all my business. Okay, don't tell all my business. So I had to go. Yeah, they got the archives to go to unless, unless uh, Springer took that shit down. <laughs> yeah, that's, why he says, that's why they pulled it down. y'all had for real. 
But um, to the young lady who who sat in the front row and cried once I pulled my bonnet on, I choked up. Like, I lost my shit for about 15 seconds because she was like, I've never seen nobody, like, look like me but represent a whole organization. And I thought mm. it was just a sobering moment for me yeah. um, wow. to have that. Representation and, um, matters, yep. That is indeed, indeed. That's that was dope. my main blessing. Hey, that made your day. That made your week, probably, sure. It really did. It really did. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, good shit. But everything else good? I mean, yeah, no complaints over here. I mean, outside of the fuck what we're going to talk about on the show, everything else good. Okay. You know, actually, you know, I'm going to go Zeb the soldiers, then we're going to check in with the other Negroes that we know going to show up. But they, they, they here, and we love it. Zeb the soldier, how you doing, Pip? Yeah, man, you caught me off guard there. I was still trying to put together in my head what the hell I'm about oh. to say. Let me come back. <laughs> nah, I ain't really got Everything's cool, man, as usual. Um, you know, I was actually supposed to be there today. I was planning on coming there this weekend, but I changed my mind at the last minute. You my, stepfather, my stepfather had to have a procedure oh, uh, yesterday, I think it was, uh, to see if he had, like, some blockage in his arteries or something like that. So I was going to come through and, you know, just help out because he's, you know, he's uh, restricted as far as what he can do. And uh, my mom, you know, she's disabled and stuff. So, but I talked to her earlier. She said they good. So I decided to hang out here. But I think I'm going to come through because also next weekend is the fourth. So right. um, I figure, you know, uh, I'll just do that because we'll have a long weekend anyways. And maybe, you know, uh, they'll be nice. And because it's the 4th of July weekend, they'll lower the gas prices. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? Sure. So that's the bit. opposite of the case. <laughs> probably. <Right. laughs> <laughs> probably. I'm, just, I'm hoping, though. I'm hoping. That's my other thing, man. I'm trying to be more hopeful. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I, I feel myself, I'll be reflecting on the episodes. And I'm going to shut the fuck up here in a second. But I'll be reflecting on the episodes. And sometimes I feel like, man, you know, like some of the shit that we be talking about, it just be, I'll be down. Like, you know, I'll be talking about wanting to lead a country and shit, and I still do. Uh, uh, but you know what, man? I got to be more hopeful just in general as far as the uh, the, the human state of the world or some shit like that. You, you know what you should yeah. do with that? What's, oh, here we go. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you, should, you should channel that in, uh-huh. in, 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 in poetic form. Yeah, and, yeah, and there we go. That to, rit- to rhythm do some, over, do over some spoken word. Yeah, my yeah. spoken word. Hey, we think, <laughs> hey, I'll take some rhyme, man. I'll take some fucking word, my nigga. I'll take some <laughs> Yeah, you know, I might see it, man. I, but I say that, uh, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, other than that, uh, everything's cool, man. Everything's good. Very so good. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a shut the fuck up. I know uh, not everybody can stay long, so. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. I'm here for a good time, not a long time, you know. Ah, ah, yeah, I feel blessed. <laughs> What's going on, T? How you living, Pimp? Nigga, I am okay. I'm doing just fine, man. Um, yeah, I'm just doing all right, man. Uh, I can't complain. Job is okay. Uh, New Orleans hot in the motherfucker. Mm, shit, I swear to God, I saw a motherfuck- the motherfucking devil in the motherfucking short outfit. It's so fucking hot outside. The devil was in short, nigga. 
Was it a Shein short outfit or was it like a Dollar General short outfit? Cause that <laughs> it was like a Dollar General motherfucking tight ass short short outfit. You know, you know. That motherfucker is so fucking hot down here. You know what's a Reebok Classics on? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, them jellies on, man. You know what kills me, though? No, not the jellies. The jellies, though. Hey, I, I thought you going to have to Cortez's at least or something. Not the Cortez. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> gang, gang. Gang signs, gang signs, gang signs. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what Kim won't know was she showing them thigh meats, though. You know, that's her uh, That's her only question. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Did he have on his sushi daddy shorts? You know, I'm like, daddy. I know you are a, a, a fan of the uh, thigh meat. So, um, and, and I don't really look at the devil like that. <laughs> so yeah, you ain't got eyes for the devil like that. Unless it's his wife or something. I don't know why that's so funny. I don't really look at the devil like that. <laughs> I don't know why that's so good. That's good it shit. Has no other, it has no choice but to be funny. Huh? There's, no, there's no other option. Like a nigga had to go, uh, I don't really look at the devil like yeah, that. <laughs> But next time I see him, I will let I will I will I will try to do my best to let you I know what he got know on. That you're looking at his side, me. All right. Hey, just, just, I mean, you know, kind of just take a little clippy clip and send it on over. You know. You know what? Get to my messenger. Uh, just, just for you, Kim, uh, Miss Kim, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, send you a picture. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I heard. I heard <laughs> the devil wears Prada. I don't know. That, that's, that's, right. a folk t- that's a folk tale, man. <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. Good callback to a, a pretty good movie, actually. But, but outside of that, Tim, outside of uh, Melton and fucking watching the devil fucking twerk, how you living, Tim? Right. Uh, I'm living good, man. Um, uh, like I said, I, I have no complaints as of yet. Um, but, um, as of yet, this I would say for the rest of this month, yeah, before I was complaining because one, uh, I was uh, missing home and then home came by and paid me a visit, and that was kind of cool. Kind of, uh, kind of gave me a little bit of, uh, you know, reprieve and everything, and and everything, and, and get back to normal here. But like I said, I can't complain. Uh, New Orleans is okay for now, except for the heat. All right, man. Well, motherfucking uh, outside. Uh, you know what, Joe? You hey, man. Me? You know what, dog? New Orleans is above water for the moment. So every day above water in New Orleans is a good. For thing. now. Good. For now. Yes. For now. Cause I want, I'm gonna move on to Joe. I want to ask him how he doing, but I think this nigga just flying his man bun because I can't get my hair. I think right. now, now he's just making it a point let to let me know. You a bald, with you. you a bald old nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he making fun of both of us. That nigga like I'm Samson, nigga. nigga. Look at my hair, nigga. It touched, <laughs> it touched my shoulders. <laughs> touched my shoulders. <laughs> Look, I can dress up like a fucking samurai up in this that bitch. Nigga. <laughs> hey, nigga, I might do that for Christmas, nigga. Hey, hey. Nigga, hey. that might be the move. Oh, hey, can we... we... Hey, hey, let's go all the way ridiculous. Let's get a wagon, put my fat ass in it. It can be Shogun Assassin the Sun, nigga. Shogun <laughs> Choose the ball. Choose the ball. Or the sword. And you join your hey, brother. I might pay money to see that. Hey, nigga. Oh, you see, I you might pay money to see that. I'm coming up there. Oh, samurai. 
you, you threw, threw your, your sword? sword? Yeah, nigga. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga dressed up like a fucking samurai and son. Uh, I remember the time me, me and Zell watched that shit together in uh, Denver, bro. Hey, bro. Uh, hey. Did we? Did we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, I love that movie. I had my shit from college, nigga, for like a fucking... Oh, yeah. That's a classic, yeah. dog. Was the, is that it? <laughs> right. You're probably longer than that. Yeah, yeah, it was longer. I heard it sounds like winter whistling wind, but to have it happen to my own neck is ridiculous. Oh, <sighs> man. That, that might be the That's movie, one of the best scenes right there, yeah, bro. Nigga. He chopped them niggas up. Anyway. It's just that, that and when the motherfucker did a fucking 40 yard dash backwards. Hey, backwards. Hey, dog, that is the official I don't want no smoke, nigga. No, no smoke. She backflipped out of her clothes and then and got and turned to Deion Sanders, nigga. <laughs> anyway, how you doing, Joe? What's up, man? Uh, man, I'm getting on a plane in about six hours. Okay. Oh, okay. Heading to Orlando. Um, Work. All right. Yeah, school district uh, paid for me to act bad out there, I guess. I don't know. It's supposed to be a conference. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much I'm going to go at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I, 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 I'm, for the record, I'm going to be at every single thing that the district paid for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So how, how long are you going to be out there? Oh, parts of five days, I believe. Something. Oh, okay. Nice. That's a nice little move. Okay. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm gonna see what it is. I just uh, put my kids on the plane back to uh, Dallas for uh, for the week. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, my baby, my my oldest baby's about to turn 15. Cool. Uh, congrats! Happy birthday! Gave her uh, well, unofficially, she might may or may not have had a driving lesson this week. Ah, she may or may not. <laughs> on private property. On private property. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. But um. Oh, shit. You know, yeah, so she uh she'll be she'll be fifteen. We uh we went to Cincinnati's to celebrate last night with a few of her friends and her parents, her grandparents. Um so you know, things ain't that bad. Things Good ain't shit. that bad. Good shit, man. Right. Good shit. Lovely, lovely. What up with you, uh Daddy Bosco? Uh life is good. Uh speaking of birthdays, today uh Grant turned seven, so Happy birthday. Grant Joseph Winston. Yeah. Seven. Birthday, seven Grant. years of it. Uh, source of my side eye. Won't get too deep into it. Spreaker, y'all fucking up. Uh, fucking don't, up. Don't know if this episode will be placed on Spreaker, but tomorrow I will be back talking <laughs> with them. Law, um, my man, uh, Joe, uh, have a brother doom. Joe Jeff logged into the account yesterday. He was trying to share the show with somebody who was asking about it. And none of the motherfucking episodes are up on Spreaker as we speak right now. Oh, that's crazy. Can't, can't even log into the bitch. Can't now? Damn. Yeah, change the passcode because I was like, okay, or the password, my bad, same difference. Uh, yeah, okay, maybe change that. Something happened and get in touch with them. But change the password last night. Uh, that motherfucker ain't working today. Yeah, they fucking up. Spreaker, y'all don't notice. Y'all don't notice. I, we, don't, we pay good money to talk shit about white people, <laughs> coons, 
the American government, uh, I th- I all that shit. Finally, I, I think they finally listened to the episode where we laughed at niggas getting shot in the chest. And yeah, Houston, bro. and actually, <laughs> and that, that what it, that's what did it. That's probably what did it. They're going to take our podcast, bro. That's, that's yeah. the same episode. They're going to take our podcast. They might finally did that shit. So we need to apologize to the crew because that was me and Joe left to our own device and no one else was there. <laughs> I made a comment. Yeah, no parental, yeah. no parental guidance. No parental guidance. Uh, Joe no laughed, and guidance. it was done. <laughs> it, was all, hey, it was really downhill from It there. was really all <laughs> downhill. So, uh, yeah, but I, I see. We, yeah, okay. But yeah, side of that, sort of side eye for that. Other source of my side eye, niggas complaining to work. It's a volunteer job. You ain't got to come, nigga. I don't care about your complaints. Don't sign up for lates. If you know you're supposed right. to go to dinner with your wife. Ain't my, ain't my, ain't my right. problem, nigga. Ain't my problem. Right. I don't want to hear about it. I don't care about it. Shut the fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> that's just get, that's, let's move these cases, motherfucker. Yes, let's anyway, go. anyway uh, yeah. outside of that, man, life good. Uh, uh, hey. Yeah, I'll say that for another day. Anyway. But, hey, uh, I was going to mention, uh, I was going to mention, Roger, make sure you come to HRS next year. I probably won't get to go since I went this year. Mm. I'm with my myself. Damn, too. I wish you could. Yeah, me Damn, too. Damn, I wish you could go. I know, because uh-huh. it's going to be in New Orleans. That's right. I wish I had been like, no. <laughs> yeah, but I went yeah. by myself last year, so the whole crew is in front of me. God damn. Yeah. I was thinking, what would you go? San Diego last year? Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And once I knew nobody else was going, I was like, yes, yeah, send me. I don't want to deal with none of these niggas. I get yeah. to walk around and not pretend like I want to hang out with motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and actually, yeah. you know what? Uh, I want to thank uh, Joe. He uh, invited. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't uh, podcast last week, but invited me to uh, uh, his church, his parents' church. Uh, I know. Uh, that's not. That's, well, it's 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 my church, but it's a branch that I had not been to before. Okay. Okay. There we go. It's uh yeah yeah it's uh, it's St. James United Methodist. Uh, it's the South version. South version. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, I don't know that 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 time. I'm committed to the time, not the church. Yes. Yes. So if that's the time they're gonna do the South version, I might start going to the South. You I like say. that. Okay. Uh, and I know on the show, I like yes, the 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 show atheist. I should clearly define that I am an agnostic that it, that has been lost for some time. Uh, and yeah, me and Joe have had talks about faith, even when I was, uh, staying at another place, another apartment, but I do appreciate him, uh, helping me on this journey. There have been, uh, another church I was invited to. They started at 1130, kind of late on the Sunday, niggas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that is, that is way, way, that's danger close to, uh, uh, Time, yeah, I, me being yeah, it is late, huh? Yeah, that's been the danger close to game time. Danger close to game time, and on top of that, I'm like, even if I stay up late drinking, I'm still an early riser. I like to get up, put clothes go. on, and 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 hear the word and get going. But I do uh, appreciate uh, Joe for uh, helping lead the hand and uh, showing the way, but kind of showing me a path as far as like helping me with my face. So I appreciate that, bro. All um, right. With that said, uh, yeah, let's get to some of this news. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade eliminates constitutional right to abortion. The court upholds the law of Mississippi that bans abortion after 15 weeks, open doors to widespread uh, prohibitions uh, on the procedure. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that was they've been they've been talking about that ever since uh, since Trump was uh, in office and was appointing all those uh, Supreme Court justices. It's been, you know, so it's been coming down the pipeline. And what they came out with the they leaked the argument or something. Is that what they call it? Like about a month or a few weeks ago or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, wait for half a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we knew, we, yeah, the draft league. Yep. So we knew it was, it was bound to happen, man. And uh, yeah. here we are. Here we going are. backwards, hustling backwards, hustling backwards. Yeah. Um, and then like, and on Twitter, the point's been made a lot that you you this ruling comes down in the country with no guaranteed maternal leave. Mm-hmm. No guaranteed access to health care. Mm-hmm. And then, hell, this damn baby form is shortage damn near all over the mm-hmm. damn world. It, it, it's all these little things. It's like, what's what's really the focus of what's going on? Right. But it's all about control. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's the, that's that's what I was uh, going to allude to was it's, it's all about white supremacy. I say white supremacy. Uh, okay, because these are these are ang- these are a bunch of angry white folks, angry white men, who has released their con or who has you know lost their control somewhere some long line. And even though I know uh, one of the justices will call himself black, but he's not. He ain't even black since uh, since the turn of the century, but. Um, since but the Ford yeah, administration. It's a, it's a of, huh? Since the Ford administration. Exactly. It's just it's just that uh, it's a bunch of angry white dudes just trying to get trying to get their power back, and then they find something that is you know as vulnerable as the Roe v. Wade decision to attack. What the shit attack. They so, dropped a nuclear warhead on that motherfucker. They fucking. Put a nuclear war on something that is just, you know, something so, you know, out of pocket. Yeah, I mean, not well, out of hold pocket. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, that's that's the wrong term. That's the wrong term. Wrong term. I don't, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, man. But you act like that shit was just a, on a fucking win. Now they were put there to do that. Yeah, that was their job. Yeah, that, you're right. You're Trump, right. Why Trump got elected was for what's for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm just, I'm just letting you right. know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not an accident. It's not. I mean, yeah, you're right. We wouldn't cut I mean, off. That's what I was saying. That's what I said in the pregame, man. I mean, you know. We knew it was coming. That motherfucker don't even need a second term. He don't need another four years, man. He got no, more, he don't need to be in He got more accomplished his in his four done. years. Yeah, shit. He his set the table. work is done. Yeah, he set the table real nice, so. Shit. Even if he didn't get elected, he won. Nope. He fucking won. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's been, it's been a systematic attack. You know what I mean? They've been doing it on the state level. And that's basically what the ruling was, was that, you know, the states. To allow the states to. Yeah, to make their own determinations, which right. contradicts the ruling that we'll talk about later on uh, here in a second. Um, but, yeah, man, you know. Well, it's in concert with the Tenth Amendment. Tenth Amendment, to, Tenth Amendment to the Constitution says that anything that is not written in the Constitution specifically given to the federal government is reserved for the states right. or, or the people. So it does not talk about abortion in the Constitution. Therefore, according to the Tenth Amendment, that right belongs to the states. Correct. Well, I mean, but that's, the same, that's the, what they've done. 
But same thing goes for weed, though. But federally, they will come kicking your fucking door, even though you might be in a state that has legalized, that legalized. Uh, weed. And so, what could happen is that you have a Democratic Senate, you have a Democratic House, you have a Democratic President. You can codify um, the protections of Roe v. Wade, but you know that's you know not going to happen because you got to break no. the uh, filibuster, and that's not going to happen. Nope. Um, I don't know, man. You had. And you what had, would that had, just uh, so I, I don't remain ignorant? What would that uh, if that was to happen? What would that mean? Codify means make a law, federal law. There mm, we go. Okay. So they could make a federal law uh, gotcha. supporting that, but they didn't do that in the Obama administration. They didn't do that in the Clinton administration. They didn't do that in the Biden administration. Uh, well, no. When before you know before Roe v. Wade was struck down. So I mean you know. Democrats just, they, if this was important to them, they'd have protected it. This is important to Republicans. Republicans have been aiming for this shit for 40, 50 years. Yes. Democrats have been like, oh, you know, we good. So, I mean, if they really, if it was really important to them, they could have they been strategizing to, uh, to, to, to do something to, re, to reinforce but we, protection we, from the we talked you know, about But they the didn't show, do it. We talked about on the show before, too, though. Like, the Dems, they play too fucking nice. When it comes to yeah. some of these these things that are should, I think, be protected or be put to to, to task and or, or hold Republicans to the to a fucking fire of some sort, you know what I'm saying? They this there's something to be said about this all inclusive tent, which is cool. But we talked about before when Republicans have a talking point, when Republicans want to get something done, these niggas get in line. And they walk yeah, the line. They have they, they, mm-hmm. they give, no matter if they on Fox, MSNBC, CNN, fucking the Daily Report. These niggas have the talking points, and they WWF. all pretty much say the same thing. Yep. Yep. No, they've they been they've been pushing for the day. Yes, sir. Years, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. No, that's, this this shit is not an accident at all. No, mm-hmm. no, no. It was set up. This this is this is by designs by planning. Mm-hmm. Um. So Democrats are mad, nigga. They they had a chance to do something about they it. They had they a chance do. to stop the shit. Agreed. Elections elections have consequences. They do. Yeah. Here we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and I I know a lot of people out there that was like, um, the the lesser two evils and all this shit like that, man. But it's like a lot more in state than who just sitting in that White House. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot more. Go ahead, Joe. You something? I saw a tweet from Bernie mm-hmm. talking about we need to go ahead and break the filibuster, which is not going to happen. No. But we, we, need to, we need to break the filibuster so we can codify this shit. And people behind them talking about, well, shit, motherfucker, if, you, uh, if Bernie, if you would give a full-throated endorsement to Hillary Clinton, we wouldn't be in this problem. Now, other, you know, other people say, you know, he did what he could for Hillary, you know. Yeah, can we, yeah. But, I mean, this, I mean, this really comes down to Y'all didn't, y'all, y'all didn't come out. I know that Hillary got the majority of the vote. It wasn't yeah. enough. It wasn't enough. He, he needed to get the majority of she needed to get the majority of the vote in a few more states. Right. And she didn't get it. And elections have consequences. Like, like to me, the bet that like the epitome or the best picture or meme of the Republican Party is you have a president that talk doing the primaries and all that shit, talk cold shit about a man's wife. 
about his man's wife. Cash money cash about his man's man. wife. But when that motherfucker was elected to yes, head the party ticket, Ted Cruz got locked in step, bro. Yep. Locked yes, in he step. Did. He told the fucking told line. Told the line. And that's what I'm talking about. When these niggas, when it's time to, they gonna have their little fight. But when it's time to mm-hmm. mount the fuck up, when it's time to get something passed, when it's time to stop Barack Obama passing any fucking kind of legislation, when it's time to stop Barack Obama electing any kind of Supreme Court justice, these niggas get in line. That motherfucker couldn't pass gas. Yes, he could. Real talk. Real talk. I mean, as angry as it made us to see it, right? And then, but then you got you got more like you got motherfuckers today talking about. um, Then I already. uh, I'm gonna mess her name up. Black Supreme Court Justice Brown, uh, Brown, 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 Jackson. Brown. You got motherfuckers Brown on Twitter Jackson. talking about. You see what happened? We got the first Black Supreme Court Justice to see what happened. It's like she ain't even sitting yet, bro. She wasn't sitting right. yet. Samuel Alito sitting. That's, what I'm, saying. That's what I'm saying though. This is how stupid we fucking are, and this is why shit like this gonna keep happening because we just stupid. We don't teach <laughs> civics in class. Niggas don't know the. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't teach civics. Hold up, nigga. That's that's what I do for a living, nigga. No, I teach it. I know Joe Jefferson teaches civics. Joe, Joe. But I'm talking about. No. Come on, but you God know what I. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You, 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 know. get, a, you get on this motherfucker once a week and at least give us a gem about civics. Once a week, you oh, give us. You give us. You give us free motherfucking dope off the the divine of fucking justice. But we know a lot of motherfuckers who can't. We know motherfuckers out there right now that can't name the fucking three motherfucking branches of government. And I ain't talking about kids. I'm talking about adults. That's uh, uh, Larry. I'm talking Curley, about adults. Larry Carolyn Mo. Right? right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's the three branches. That's yeah. three branches. You got. It, it's just. It just amazes me that people think wonder why we are where we at, but we so fucking stupid. That's why we are where we at. We're ignorant to the process. We don't understand we how don't. the process works, and we don't know how to navigate the process. So it's not that it's not being taught. It's not being. It's not being executed. It's not being modeled. I'm gonna say both. Nah, I would still say it's both. Being executed, it's being modeled. You niggas, it's motherfuckers who are in the Democratic tent that you talking about. The large ass tent we got, they just don't give a fuck. That too. No. They, are, they, they don't they, give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. So like you know, hey, so so we got agendas. If you don't go out there and vote, if you don't participate in the process, if, if civics class is boring to you, whatever the fuck you feel, and then and then and now you your ass. Uh, can't abort your baby. Well, okay, that's on you because you didn't pay attention. I'm supposed to know how to vote. Somebody has to show me how to do that. That's what I'm hey, saying. Like, uh, no, come on now. Eric, government is mandatory in every state. Government ever showed me how to vote. I, they're about I, to say I, government's I just, mandatory, but how to vote is not. And they make it, yeah, they make it real tricky for niggas to vote. Like, I figured that shit out. Like, you know what I mean? Some shit you just got to figure out. You just got to go do The blacker your neighborhood, the less access you have to voting polls. Tell me about it. I'm saying, like, because we don't have access to the process, we're not necessarily You can leave back if you want to, Joe. There is an internet out there. Fuck. That everybody, yeah. whole goddamn internet out there, they have access to this shit. Whether the motherfuckers participate in the process, that's on them. But that, but, that. but even that, no. though, is kind of elitist, though, to say there's an internet out there that, that, that assumes that everybody has access to the that's elitist. That's an elitist thought process. Public libraries, it's out there, bro. But once again, they shut down public libraries, too, Joe. They shut down, huh? 
That's what it is. Spotify took our shit down because they knew he was gonna talk about Rome. But hold on, <laughs> yeah, that, that too. But hold on, but we've all, but we've also. So all, so all I'm saying though, go ahead, Zeb. Zeb, go ahead. One at a time. Go ahead, Zeb. And I'm not saying that motherfuckers should listen to us. I think they should. I think so too. Motherfuckers yeah, listen to Spotify all day long. We also on Spotify, so that you right. know what I mean. Now they might not well, know about us, understand all that. You know what I mean. All I'm saying is that there is information, there is access to the information, um, and you know, like at, 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 at some saying. point in time, we can't continue to make. You know, we can talk about real issues and real problems, right. but we can't also uh, continue to allow these obstacles to be. Uh, um, you know, to, to stop us, you know what I mean? To, to uh, motherfucking, you know, to, to stop us from doing what we need to do. You know I, what I mean? Cause elections have consequences. Can I have, yeah. can I, can I say I halfway agree? Cause I was also the same motherfucker on this podcast that got beat up for like Hillary. By a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't beat you. No, 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 you yeah, didn't, nigga. but uh, James same ain't here. Same I'm just saying, nigga. there's a lot of people that beat me up about, we got, I, I get, we love Bernie, but he ain't going to win the nomination. I got beat up by a lot of people on this podcast. Yeah, I mean it happens. I mean that's you know so, we have different so, very, we have varying opinions. No, I, we have so, various, but people, but we people various, can listen to that and take it for what take I, it for I you know hear you, take it I, for what it's worth for them. I hear you, but I'm saying, but the because same because you're putting because you were you were putting out your you know you are you were getting beat up, but but hold the fuck like up, nigga. Hold the fuck, hold the fuck up, hold the fuck up, nigga. The Hillary election was before we had a podcast. Nigga, stop that shit. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, the fuck it was. That was 2016, nigga. We started this shit four years ago. The, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, technically, because Spotify and Spreaker took that shit down. But I had the fucking, I had it in fucking Apple, uh, Apple in Google, Google, uh, Drive, nigga. I know. We didn't start this shit until like 2000. Why do I remember talking about Hillary? Did she run in the fucking. We talked about the shit, but it was after the fact. It was post mortem. Post mortem. So what was post mortem? So it was a whole Bernie. Oh, Bernie and Biden. My bad. That's what Bernie we're talking about. Biden, Come yeah. on, yeah, man. Get your shit right. Get your shit together. But, but hold on. That's fine though. Cause I got beat up about that shit too. But that, it was the same. But it, it goes to my point of us having a big tent and fighting within our tent. That was my point. But thank you, Joe. It was Biden, not not Hillary. But back to my point of us having a big tent and fighting within the own tent and not being able to get lock and step even on our own podcast. So a nation of motherfuckers supposed to do the same thing. Exactly. Okay. That's why y'all got what y'all got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, you're right. I, I, hey, they seem to do it on the other side. But no, Hillary and Biden are the same. But that's why I got fucked up. They pretty much the same person. One was just. No, nah, you're right. That's true. Though. Yeah. It, it, one was a little bit young. <laughs> they weren't gonna do nothing for niggas, but for the most part, they wasn't gonna let. They gonna let these yeah. women and women be sucking dick for contraceptives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway. Uh, oh wait, speaking of contraceptives, before y'all move on, y'all need to snatch shows up. Use your HSA points for that. Go to your local uh, pharmacies for that. And if you would like additional tips, you can go to PlushPal82 on Instagram because I'm going to be dropping women's survival guide tips like a couple of times a week. And we got to learn how to track our ovulation by hand now. We can't even do that shit in apps no more because they track in the apps. Hey, are you broadcasting live from the lunar module? Yeah, like, it'll, it'll sound. It don't sound yeah, good, yeah, normally, do. You sound like you sound like you 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 uh the on the lunar, satellite, nigga. The on, 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 the, uh, on the international <laughs> space station, nigga. You know, she sound like she's on AM radio. But, but we're gonna move on to the next. I mean, I guess they're all the same article. It's the Supreme Court, but yes, I I do sometimes play devil advocate, but yes. 
motherfuckers do gotta do the footwork, but at the same point in time, you gotta fight this misinformation. How you do that is by doing the footwork. Moving on. Uh, actually, we can't move on. Uh, Supreme. We didn't do the footwork for you, motherfuckers. Just listen. No. Just, just but they listen can't listen, Joe. Spreaker is fucking. Spreaker is taking down the podcast. They said these niggas are too smart. You got. You got two <laughs> smart black women. You got sometimes four to five smart niggas on here dropping a lot of knowledge. This nigga teaching. He not only is he on the podcast, he has access to the young minds. You got yeah, right. you got Lady Lavender access to the young minds. Shut these niggas down <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, Supreme Court expands gun rights with. Nation as the nation with or nation divided. Uh, in the major expansion of gun rights after a series of mass shootings, the Supreme Court said Thursday that Americans have a right to carry firearms in public for self-defense, a ruling likely to lead to more people legally armed. The decision, the decision came as Congress and states debate gun control legislation. Uh, that's smart. That's what we need. More, more niggas with open carrying guns. We need, we need more stupid motherfuckers with guns. And... I don't know. Like I said, I'm. A, I, I so Joe. So Joe, this is what you. So this is what you were saying. Um, since the um, Second Amendment is part of the Constitution, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, that that allows it to uh, doesn't revert. It doesn't revert back to states' rights. So I haven't done. Um, I did. I did check back. Um, I did check a little bit of this stuff, but you know I was busy today. I had a uh, they dumped they dumped like four three or four Supreme Court decisions today. Yeah, today, yeah. And so yeah. I checked in on them, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time. I had I had to drop my babies off at the airport today, and that took six hours. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, I know what 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 I was hearing. But was yeah, yeah, yeah. To answer your question, hold on. Yeah, to answer ahead. your question, yes. Uh, the difference between the abortion issue and the gun rights issue is that there is a Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment does say that you have the right to bear arms. It does say it needs to be a well-regulated militia, and I think mm-hmm. you ignore the well-regulated part. Right. Um, but, yes, gun rights are in the Constitution, whereas abortion rights are nowhere to be found. Got you. Right. And, and so right. If, if, it's not, if it's not in the Constitution— now, there is a necessary and proper clause that allows the government to do what is necessary and what is proper, so they can legislate to protect um, women's rights in, in regards to abortions, but they have not done so. And I don't see it happening because they don't have a, a supermajority in the Senate. But, um, yeah, so, so when you come to this here, this is specifically about something that is in the Constitution mm-hmm. and says that rights to own a gun shall not be infringed. Um, I think that the word regulated should be emphasized a little bit. Highlighted. Yeah. yeah more than it is. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, um, you know, that's okay. what we live Well, in. that brings some clarity to me because I was, I was thinking that it was, uh, it seemed to be hypocritical. You know what I mean? Like, on one hand, you're saying that states have the rights to, you know, make these determinations. And then on the other hand, you're saying that it doesn't. But I wasn't uh, aware of that, you know, um, what did you call it? What was it? Tenth Amendment? Yeah, oh. tenth, no, no, no. Was it? Yeah, the Tenth Amendment. Yeah, yeah. You said Tenth Amendment. Yeah, there, there's states' rights in, in in those issues. Yeah. So yeah, there's this. This is not under the same auspices as the other issue. 
Um, I, don't, I really don't know what the uh, what the outcome was. How, how did they how did they end up protecting uh, gun rights more so than um, they had been before? It was some. It was a law in New York that uh, you can't carry a concealed weapon out in public unless you, from my understanding, unless you can prove that there's some special call. Special You're thing. under some special threat, like you got a stalker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that is that has threatened your life. You know what I mean? Uh, and so that, that's how they were able to regulate, uh, you know, the carrying of concealed weapons out. out. I want to say uh, on the AP exam, there's McDonald versus Chicago uh, that talks about they, they tried to ban uh, gun rights within the school zone. And basically, again, Second Amendment comes into play and says, no, hey, we ain't wait. The right to bear arms should not be infringed. Mm-hmm. Forget the part about well-regulated militia. Forget, forget right. that part. But the right to bear arms should not be infringed. So if, if New York is saying, hey, we're going to have stop and frisk, hey, we're going to do this, that, and the third, nah, the Constitution says, nah, I can, I can pack my Smith & Wesson. But here's my thing. Okay, so here's my thing. Okay, so when was Alito a Democrat, right? Who was who was the motherfucker who did the uh, the opinion on Roe? Oh. Anybody, anybody know who wrote the majority opinion on Roe? I don't remember. I don't know actually. What he said, I don't remember what it was. Uh, it, I think Alito's a Democrat. I forgot who who wrote it. Um, Kennedy? Just Kennedy. I I forget. Yeah, his name. I don't know. I don't know who it was. But the you point I'm know. making to you is that what he said is that the history of America, the long, like 50 years, we have we've gone to row and that's protected women's rights to to not have an abortion. Da, da, da. I mean, to have an abortion, da, 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 protected by whatever. But the long history of America has been to X Y Z blah blah blah. Okay, it's it's been to you know what I'm saying protect the the fetus from you know what I'm saying abortion. And so that's, in his opinion, the 50 years of Roe has been an aberration, okay, over the over the historical, what the Constitution has really meant, okay? Right. What I'm saying is when the Constitution was written on gun rights, when the Constitution was written, we had fucking muskets. Yeah, right. that's been the big thing on Twitter, yep. Yeah, we yeah. When the Constitution was written, we didn't have fucking AKs, nigga. We didn't have AR-15s. Yeah. We didn't have Uzis and bullshit like that. We didn't have, have, didn't we didn't have, have uh, bullets. Automatic handgun. We didn't have exactly, bullets. Exactly. You know had, so if we talk, if we talk, if we if we gonna go off of what the founders was on, yeah. Okay, well, nigga, hey, you can have a fucking musket. There you go. Right. <laughs> right. So, Joe, nigga, I if would. you want to load your shit every twenty seconds with a fucking ball and fucking you know, and powder, powder. Yeah. hey Joe, yeah, you know, so if you want to do that shit, hey nigga, be with, go with God, do go that. Go for it. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will see you at noon, nigga, on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring your musket, yeah, hey, nigga. I think that's what I. So I was watching some earlier, and that's what they were saying. It was like basically the ruling, basically doesn't allow for uh, the courts to take into consideration. Uh, basically, modern shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, the 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 current times. Basically, the logic on they, that shit is it. fucking backwards as fuck. Like we want to talk about, okay, well, this is the history of America on abortion. Well, what the fuck is the history of America on fucking oh. gun rights? Right, right. If if the, if the Constitution is a static thing, and this is, and we only gonna go off what the Constitution meant in 1776, nigga, in 1776, 1791, when they made the fucking amendments, whatever you want to talk about, what in 1791 when they made the amendments. Nigga, we have fucking 
Grape shot, nigga. We not talking about fucking AR fifteens. Like what right. the fuck are we talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's, let's 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 be consistent. But we don't want to do that because that shit would fuck up the agenda. He can right, of course. Agenda. Let's be consistent. You know agenda. what I'm saying? Same energy. Same energy. Sorry, just real quick. The decision struck down, as uh, uh, Zeb uh, alluded to, the decision struck down in New York law requiring people to demonstrate a particular need for carrying a gun in order to get a license to carry a gun in a concealed way in public. The justice said the requirement violates the Second, the second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Justice Clarence Thomas, coon-ass nigga, wrote for the majority of the Constitution to protect... The wrote for the majority that the Constitution protects the individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home. That right, that right is not a second class, a second class right. Thomas wrote, "We know of no other constitutional right that any uh, individual may exercise only after demonstrating a gov- to government officers some special need." Let's talk about Clarence Thomas. I don't. We gonna talk about him. We got, we got like one more. You want? We, you know what? Fuck it. Do we have to? No. Nah. <laughs> nah, this thing. I don't know. No, I'm joking. So, so, so on the on the road with. I don't even know what the new fucking. This it's a. Uh, Jackson World Health World Health Organization. Jackson who? Jackson World, uh, World Health Organization. Yeah, it's it's somebody versus the Jackson who. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in that decision, he didn't write the he didn't write the majority opinion, but he wrote a concurring opinion. And in that concurring opinion, he was like, "Nah, nigga, we ain't just coming for your fucking abortion rights, son." He's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we coming for your fucking, your fucking, your fucking gay marriage sign. Yep. We need to come back for that, motherfucker. We need to yep. come back for your motherfucking, uh, I don't remember what else the fuck you did. Transgender. Your, your contraceptive sign. Your transgender yep. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we come for all that shit, son. Don't you worry. 2022, you thought that was what it is in 2022. Wait, wait till 2023. Come on, homeboy. Hey, Joe. He said, he said, he said Queens make the money in Brooklyn. Take it. Queens hey. make it. Brooklyn take Brooklyn it. Brooklyn keep on taking it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Joe, you missed said, the pre- Brooklyn. We missed the pregame, though. What if this nigga is smarter than we think he is? And this is an overall oh, yeah. scheme. <laughs> To get uh, what, what was it, Loving versus versus uh, Virginia? Virginia, yeah. To get it thrown Ooh. off the books. What if he? What if he? If he fuck all the way up, and he go all the way back. And <laughs> but, no, but no, but no, but no, he ain't fucked up. <laughs> he he want to get. Uh, he like he won't be like, hey, babe, I want to stay with you. <laughs> but uh, you white, I'm black, and we root <laughs> on this shit. We go back to the long history of America. Black and white supposed to be together. Bitch, I'm gone. <laughs> Bitch, I'm gone. It's gonna be, it's gonna right. be the Dave Chappelle yeah. skit, but in reverse, nigga. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. no, but real talk though, dog. Like, but but hold on, though. It's crazy. We have talked about this on this show a, a few times where it ain't gonna stop at just abortions. It's not gonna stop there. Mm-hmm. They gonna come for women's contraceptives, man. Yeah, yeah. I thought I told yes. you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now put that big ass. Don't pick that big ass bottle up no more, nigga. You got a, you got a flight to catch in a couple hours. Nigga, I've been on this motherfucking this Caucasian, this, this white Russian nigga. What's up with it? What's up with the it, Caucasian, son? Caucasian Russian? A Caucasian. Yeah, nigga, that Caucasian, bro. Not the black. I've been Russian. on my I've, I've been on my big Lebowski. <laughs> but now, uh, let me see. Yeah, so in June alone, the conservative Senate Supreme Court uh, voted to weaken Miranda rights. Oh, we talk, we we didn't talk. But we're gonna talk about that. Uh, Border Patrol agents from excessive force claims, lessened requirements for concealed and carry, 
officially been undone. Uh, but justice, like you talked about, man, same-sex marriage, uh, contraceptive concerns, uh, and not just marriage, but also just relationships, uh, transgenders right and all that shit, man. This dude is, like, for a nigga to be quiet all the time, he getting real vocal lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real vocal. Like that nigga, you been saying Jay Z? That nigga like allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Coon. C double N O O N. Coon Thomas. Oh yeah, man, that nigga. And too bad he. I ain't gonna say who he look like, but I'm good. Uh, yeah. Who, who, nom- who nominated Clarence? Was it Reagan or Bush? The, that was H W. But like I said, man, for a nigga that's usually don't say shit, he been real vocal lately. Yeah, everybody going to jail. They said something about Lawrence versus Texas in that same article. And Lawrence versus Texas says the criminal punishment for those who commit sodomy were unconstitutional. Mm. So Um. I'm just going through all these little. Hey, and when it comes to sodomy, though, hey fellas, no more blowjobs for y'all. Mm. Done. Done, no. son. No BJ's mistake. No BJ's. Shit, no more anal sex. No more anal sex, even with hey, your I wife. I was, uh, Done, I son. I to be more hopeful. I got to lead the country now, man. Yeah, you definitely got no blowjob. Oh, hell no. No blowjob. Nope. That don't work. Is that what side of me means? Yes, sir. No, or side of me is anal it, sex. A, it, yeah, it covers I had a lot to have that conversation this week with one of my... In the that's, what, that's, that's actually what uh there's what a mil- went to there, prison for. There there have been there have been like yeah it's 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 bullshit for the most part but there have been uh military officers who have been relieved their command for sodomy with their wives which would be any unnatural mm-hmm. sexual act which includes uh yeah. getting a BJ and anal sex. Yeah. 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 it's still on the books in a lot of in a lot of states but now it's you know we'll see. Yeah, I think it's it's either Kansas or Missouri. It's on the books there. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's quite a few states that are still it's on the books. It's one of those, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so when niggas like, yeah, side of me, yeah, have these gays, blah 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, nigga, that. Nah, ain't, they ain't just talking. Ain't, them, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, that's why I'm like, I can't get with you, bro. Nope. Because I, 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 the law. <laughs> I, I be like, not not so much. Hey, you can have gays, so that's fine. But so much the, the BJ's name of sex. Oh. Hey, babe, babe. 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 Right. Be my babe. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, it's going to be a bad time for everybody. Missionary. Gilead, missionary. Missionary for all you niggas. Long hair. <laughs> Gilead. Turn everybody into a missionary, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Nigga, I'm telling you, man, we are not too far removed from Gilead, man. And then we were talking about uh, Miranda rights, uh, Supreme Court's third decision of the day. This was uh, June 3rd. He did say something about that, yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Vega versus, uh, is it Tico? Tikao? Tikao. That's what I'm saying, Tikao. Tikao. What did she be smoking? Tikao. In a 6 3 opinion by Alito, the court holds that suspects cannot sue for a violation of their civil rights when police fail to provide them Miranda warnings. Uh, all three liberals uh, dissented. And then that, I mean, uh, I have the uh, here, but I'm not, I'm not going to read all this shit. I will, we will definitely have it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it didn't, and I think there was on Twitter, because like once again, we Twitter can be. Dumb people. It didn't get away with Miranda rights, 
but just the fact that the fact that you can't sue. Yeah, if you, you haven't been read sue. your Miranda rights, that's not uh, standalone enough to sue uh, law enforcement. Yeah. Well, what I heard is that, and I, I don't really know a whole lot about that specific one, but I just heard it's you know that it can affect as far as uh, coerced uh, confessions. Exactly. And, you know, shit like that. So, um, when do I know when I'm being placed under arrest? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when so that's a slippery slope. Under, yeah. So that's why we say slippery slope. Yeah. Watch uh, 48 hours, first 48, uh, and you will learn that uh, I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. Yep. I need a lawyer. Even if you know, I need a lawyer. If you that's know the only innocent. That's the only answer you have. I need a lawyer. That's right. I need a lawyer. <laughs> Those should be the things that you say. Is your saying. name is your name's X Y Z? I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. Yeah. That's where, it. where were you at That's on this night? That's all you need to say. I need a lawyer. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. Uh, all bad though. Still coming. I mean, in a nation that says the freest country in the world, uh, a lot of uh, rights are being uh, attacked for a lot of people. A lot of different uh, groups. Oh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, Miranda, we got justice there. Oh, yeah. And then with all the, hey, I, in the pregame, I didn't even know this. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the January 6th hearings are still going too with all this other shit going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yep, they, uh, I think they did the fourth day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this is June 23rd, the report. Um... I think the big thing was these niggas are still uh, trying to suck dick for these pardons. That's <laughs> the, big, the, big, the big takeaway, and that's signing me. So justice, so justice Thomas gonna make sure all these niggas go to jail anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what they say about your your wife participating in a coup is is that is that protected by the nigga? <laughs> nigga, I just, I don't understand how it works. Make make it make sense. I don't know. It's not going to make sense. And it's just not what we're here to do. No, we're we here to <laughs> That's laugh not, at. It's not our agenda. Our yeah, agenda. We, are, we, are, we are here to report the news, not to make the news, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I guess cancel culture is a real thing since Spreaker's trying to cancel us, I guess. But anyway, uh, don't give a fuck about the brothers breaking bread. They do bro. not give a fuck about the brothers breaking bread. Uh, let's see. Shit that we are. Hey man, why are we talking about? Hey man, fucking. Um, hey, but you know what though, man? I, I did see real quick. I did. I, I, I watched some of the the hearing maybe on, on Tuesday. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I will caught maybe about an hour of it or so. Oh yeah, it was when they were talking to uh, a, an election worker, this black lady in uh, Atlanta, and her mom was there too. They had uh, deposition her mom. Uh, in private, like in a private hearing or whatever, but she was there. Anyways, I saw that one. That one was crazy. They were just talking about how they life, you know, like how it was all fucked up since. Because they were the people that Donald Trump and I think Giuliani was repeatedly saying that they had, uh, you know, they was doing some foul shit in the in whatever county that is in, in Atlanta. I forget the name of the county, but they was just talking about how that affected their lives and shit, man, which was crazy as hell. Um. But then I was hearing some talk. I was hearing it, it's just crazy, man. You know, like there was, you know, I, you got to give credit where credit's due, I guess, man. You know, like there were some motherfucking Republicans that 
um, I guess you could call them true patriots and shit. You know what I mean? That are, you know, they probably was also looking out for their own interest too, because they knew. You could also call them rhinos. Yeah, I'm about to say. Oh yeah, you call. Are we gonna talk about that tonight? The whole rhino situation. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that video. Oh, you ain't like rhinos is new. That that's something uh, I've been told about since nigga about five years ago. Well, no, no, like like the rhinos I've heard about, but like uh, you had old boy who was basically saying with his ad. He he giving out rhino hunting permits. Yeah. Missouri, uh, fucking, <laughs> yeah, fucking nigga, I forgot about that shit, nigga. Yeah, Grinding, yeah, Grinding's out here giving yeah. rhino hunt permits. Nigga, come yeah. on, uh, rhino tags, that's what they call them, hunting tags. Nigga, that's yeah. right. But, but there was some, but there was some motherfuckers that, that stood up, you know what I mean? And, uh, and then, and then go for the okie doke, man, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and they, they be talking about it. In what was his name, Rappersburger or something like that shit? The fucking, um, Secretary of State in Georgia? In Georgia, yeah, there was him, but there was also, uh, your boy Barr, uh, who's the you know Bill Barr. He, I mean, like fuck uh, that nigga. But was, I mean, he, he was yeah, right yeah, on yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, But but he stood up. He stood up. I mean, because it was just it was stupid. You know, the, the, the shit didn't make no sense. There was no. I think if they if they had if they would have saw a path that they could get away with it, like there was ev- they, there was even just a little bit of credible evidence that they could have you know. Uh, made it make some sort of sense. They probably would have went with it, man. But they was just like, man, look, we did, we did our uh, investigations and shit, and there was just absolutely no credible evidence to support these claims. You know what I mean? And these are Republicans. These are Republicans. Shit. Yeah. I, I heard a dude. Uh, I was watching a recap of yesterday, and this was the. Uh, I want to say attorney. Who was attorney general before Bill Barr? Not not sessions, but there was was there somebody else? Uh, I, don't I don't remember. I forget I forget the dude's position. I forget his name, but you know, he's a high level dude uh that meets with the president and uh, the president wanted to replace well uh, uh Trump wanted to replace him with some attorney that was like a fucking you know, he was not qualified. I forgot what his field was, you know, what type of uh, law that he normally dealt with. And uh, they was just law, like, they was just like, uh, man, if, if uh, you know, they, if you appoint this dude who's clearly not qualified, uh, we, we, all the people that was in this meeting was like, we're, we're going to resign and we can pretty much tell you, man, that, you know, the heads of all these departments, all the leadership in all these departments are going to resign too. Cause who the fuck know, did Donnie T appoint that was qualified? Yeah. And, Good question. He, Good question. Had whole, he had a whole bunch of uh, in, interim motherfuckers. That way he could just he didn't interim, have to, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He had to go through confirmation hearings. Yep. Hold on, real yep. quick. People might wonder yep. what we're talking about. I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL, and today <laughs> we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. <laughs> Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. That nigga is so reckless. Let's let's talk about how this nigga's wife came out and talked about how this nigga was sexually harassing him. Or her. Yeah, how, her, how he was sexually harassing her, man. Held her at gunpoint at one point in time. Uh, yeah. It, that was and funny. then it was some chick, some chick that wasn't his wife that uh, said that uh, 
what he tied her up or some shit yeah. and took pictures of her and, yeah. and and basically blackmailed her. Well, that's that's not the reason why this nigga got kicked out of being the governor. Nigga got kicked out because he was fucking up the money on, on campaign finances. But that was one of the one of the uh, things that gave him a black eye on the process. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. this nigga, this nigga's is a trash motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I know. I know he was a Navy SEAL. Fuck that nigga. He was a trash. Him, trash all, ass nigga. Not all soldiers are good soldiers. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what fucked me up though is these niggas really real ballsy. You got the 25th ID patch on the back of these niggas' helmets that kick in the door. Right. The little the little chili pepper with the, the lightning bolt. That's mm. I don't know what that means. What's what's that? Yeah, I'm about to say what's what's that mean. That's 25th, the 25th, 25th in, in, infantry division. That is a that paraphernalia. That is a mil- they have military That's military yeah. which should never be used in a which should never be used in a campaign ad. Oh yeah, fish. Oh, he fucking up. He fucking up. Kill that nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, dog. Like, like, like that. That is a that is a very large, beloved infantry division. Uh, they are stationed there, headquartered in uh, Hawaii. That's where their yeah. main base is at. Um, but yeah, man. Like, and they hold on, dog. The Navy SEALs. Why, why you couldn't get some Missouri motherfuckers to be on that shit? I know. Here, here's the funny thing, though, right? You a Navy SEAL, but you can get Navy niggas to come kicking doors with you. You got to go through these the questions. Right. These are questions. These are questions. Why you got Army niggas kicking the door? You a Navy SEAL, nigga? Mm, don't I didn't catch them. none of that shit because I don't know none of the fucking Illuminati. <laughs> right. yeah, you know what I'm saying? But did you just say Illuminati? Illuminati. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to check. I just wanted to check. Is, this nigga's enlightened like a motherfucker, man. I don't know shit about none of this shit. But <laughs> fuck that nigga, man. That's all I know. Fuck him, dog. Yeah, no, no. I, I did. Yeah, my uh, my cousin and I did a little bit of time with twenty fifth ID motherfuckers. As soon as I saw that show in the back of niggas' helmet, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Hey, hey, hey. Fuck him. He doesn't need the nomination. Let's give it to that bitch ass nigga from St. Louis that was waving the gun at protesters in twenty twenty. <laughs> so what you saying is it's all bad, nigga? Oh. That what you saying? Yeah, that's it's all bad. Hey, who you gonna choose, Satan or Satan? <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Kim won't know what kind of pants, what kind of shorts, what 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 shorts is Satan wearing, nigga? What, what, kind, of, yeah, what <laughs> kind of shorts that you wearing to wear, nigga? Yeah. No, Kim, Kim, speak on it, nigga. What Eric Wright's got to wear to get your vote? No, no, he. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah, like you want to see that thigh meat? You want to see that thigh meat? Greater created than a beautiful black man. Can I tell y'all a quick story? It happened to me on Juneteenth. Please do. Oh shoot. Okay, so Frank. At the lovely old Navy, um, I'm returning some shit, y'all. It's Caucasian male. He's taking the stuff back, and he hit me with the Black Queen, Sister of Light. I was like, "Who the hell are you?" What? <laughs> and so he he spits good. I mean, I give him, you know, for a Caucasian male, his it was. I mean, I don't know. I don't speak Caucasian, so it was. It's probably Girl, nice. We all speak Caucasian. Stop no, fucking around. Stop playing that. His, his yeah, act was a little right. bit different. It was flattering. It wasn't flattering to me, but I think a white woman would have found it flattering. I didn't find it flattering. Was he wearing a dashiki? Was he wearing the dashiki? Did, did, did he offer you a bean pie? Offer no. Bean he, um, pie. It was this. Old Navy, so know. he had on, like, the ugly Old Navy flag tee, which I totally cracked up because I'm like, it's Juneteenth. Y'all don't have nothing. Anyway. And so I looked at him and I said, um, it's Juneteenth. The ancestors wouldn't be pleased and took my receipt and walked off. And like four black women behind me just fell out laughing. Uh. So like, <laughs> like we left out, kind of left out the store around the same time. We walked around a legend and just 
cackle. She was like, I'm not even from here, but is that how the black women are here? And I'm like, this one is. So yeah, to Frank um, from the Old Navy, um, it's, it was a no then, it'll be a no tomorrow. I gotta make some more returns too, so. He's just trying, he's just trying, he's just trying. Hey, to shoot your shot, Frank. He's, he's just trying to do nation. Just don't, 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 not to camp. He's just doing nation, he's just trying to do nation building, man. How we gonna build these gaps and these bridges? No. <laughs> no. Especially when Ken walking around with these honey buns. I know. Hold on. No. Honey buns. Hold on. You you like Joe's hair? You can have a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let let me so, explain. Why get so quiet? Oh no. No, <laughs> no, no. What just happened? Y'all brought it up. Y'all gonna put some respect on my name. Who has not? That's why y'all shit got took oh, down. Shit, baby. Why? Oh, oh, why we hitting below the belt? In the description, y'all ain't still put my name to be named. What the fuck is that? Because you we didn't we didn't agree okay. we didn't agree until like two episodes ago. Is that is that? Now you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank Sorry. you. No, that's Thank on me. Like a referee with a whistle, it's official. That's on Sorry. me. I I've been busy and I ain't even focused Sorry. On, on the details. That's Sorry, on me. my my Nubian black queen sister. No. Would you like to have Shut a bean? Would you like to have a bean pie? Because real talk, real talk. When the shit happened, I really was not focusing on what shit ha- when that shit happened. I just I went back to the. Uh, Archives and figured out that you agreed to the shit. You yeah, know? that's what. He, yeah, Joe was a very much a, make sure everybody's in agreement. He's a very yeah. even in his drunkenness. He is a, a, a HR ambassador. Indeed, on the podcast. Indeed, you yeah. niggas need to follow the yeah. fucking company he is, line. He has cussed, he, is, he, is, he has called he has called me and give me a, a stern talking to when I have crossed lines. So I yes yes, and I agree to it. <laughs> but uh, this nigga crazy. They. He, Eric, this is how crazy uh, Eric Greeton, whatever his nigga's name is, he don't like Mitch McConnell. He don't like what? Like, like up here, he's like, no more, no more rhinos. I'm not voting for Mitch McConnell. As much as Mitch McConnell done for these niggas, as much the as Mitch McConnell is a rhino. That's what he's saying. That's how extreme this nigga oh, is, bro. That's how extreme. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mitch McConnell is the reason Roe versus Wade got overturned. I know. <laughs> Sole reason. We know this, but I'm saying yeah, this is crazy. Don't put in so much work. This how crazy. He got bodies on this motherfucker. Yeah, he got hella bodies, dog. They need to. He they need to give him awards and ribbons and and you know what I mean, purple hearts and all that type of shit. Now, I don't know all the military lingo, but you know what I mean. He needs some sort of heart for the for the uh, conservatives. Well, actually, for if it's Mitch McConnell, won't be no more bodies because abortion will be illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking it, but I wasn't gonna say it. I am no. here. Hey, but hey, but nigga, definitely not. So fuck this. Oh no, definitely nigga. no, no, no. We, hey, if we don't, we ain't gonna get you now. We will get your ass later, nigga. We will see. You. Right. See you at the crossroads. You won't be lonely. See. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my uncle Charles. Don't worry, we send you to meet that nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving I'm on to everybody. Uh, I'm gonna miss everybody. Uh, on to, not not uh, an asteroid, but definitely uh, news that the Earth is tired of y'all niggas. Afghanistan earthquake kills at least 1,000 people. Toll expected to rise. And when I first heard about it, it was 1,000 people that had died, and there were at least yeah. 600 plus injured. I heard right. 11. I heard over 1,100 today earlier. Oh shit! Yeah. And they were saying that there were still people. You know, like Roger just said, there's still people missing. You know yep. What I mean? Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Earth. The Earth knew what the Supreme Court was gonna do today. They mm-hmm. said, "You know what? No abortion. 
We got you. We gonna get. We gonna get. And they said uh, we holding some money. We holding like so many billions of dollars uh, from the government ever since you know the Taliban took over. So they trying to uh-huh. get some of that. Get some of them funds released. You know what I'm saying for aid and shit. So. No, no, I, I, don't, niggas, I don't know the details. Y'all had niggas falling off the of planes and shit, nigga. Fuck that. Nigga. Yeah. Jesus. They were, they were from Saudi, but, sir. <laughs> nigga. Hey, man. Good night, nigga. Go to bed so you can catch your plane. Yeah, it's time to go. You got a flight in the morning, don't you? Yeah, you don't need to be talking about I'm, try, I'm trying to fall off the fucking plane like this yeah, nigga. You don't need to be dang. <laughs> Hanging off to the wheels and shit. Stop. <laughs> Hey, if it happened, this though, is this is this is why Joe trying to get you to go to church. He wants you to, he wants you both to repent for your sins. Yes, for laughing. <laughs> he's trying to say he's trying to save both of y'all souls because you know y'all be fucking up. I'm <laughs> doing a lot like my God. Oh, hey, dog. Hey, just hey, yeah, just hey, hey. Before you charge the cabin door, dog, just yell our brothers breaking bread, niggas. That way, people hear. <laughs> Brothers breaking bread. Something wrong with y'all, dude. Something wrong with y'all. What you say? We gonna take out the capital. We gonna finish the 911 mission. What? We we moving on, dog. Uh, Bill Cosby not sweating 500k verdict against him. Hold on, man. Joe said he was here for a long time. Joe, you kind of here for a long time. You know what I mean? We ain't got a podcast no more, nigga. They already took that shit. We got. We gonna find. We gonna find another home. We gonna be good. We gonna be good until they take. We're going to black. We're going to black effects. Black effects. No, that's right. I forgot. Uh, Roger don't like Charlamagne. My bad. Ah, <laughs> he okay. He's just a little rapey. But hey, Bill Cosby, <laughs> not. <laughs> he, he a tad too rapey for me. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Bill Cosby not sweating 500K verdict against him. That's all. Booyah. I don't know what that means. Uh, go to jail. Back, go back to jail, nigga. Uh, well, I was wondering. I have no. I, yeah, it's a simple. It's a simple thing. It's like something from the early '80s, late '70s yes. or something. But I think, from my understanding, it was something about a sexual assault at the Playboy Mansion of a. I think they said she was 16 at the time. 16 at the time, Judy. Yeah. Judy. And I was just wondering why she was at the Playboy Mansion. That's my question. Uh, I'm not a- saying that whatever he may have done. I ain't saying he throw that nigga. Any throw that nigga Hugh in jail. Uh, there was. You know, a, I'm just curious. There why remained, was she at the Playboy Mansion at 16 years old? The same reason why 12 year olds are being left alone with R. Kelly. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. Because motherfuckers, yeah, you're right. Motherfuckers be acting stupid. Blame the parents. <laughs> same energy. Same energy. Yeah, you got a point. I hear what you're saying though. Like there should be somebody like, okay, you two. Oh no. You no, right. no, no, I, I hear, I hear, right. no, I hear the question, but motherfuckers be acting stupid. They won't be, they won't be included in that little bit of fame, and they sometimes yeah. they, uh, they children to get included in that. You right? Well, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. She, right on who knows? That. Maybe she snuck out. I don't know, but for whatever reason, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know what, man? I don't know why Bill Cosby's still here. I ain't gonna lie. I don't man, know. Man, it was the seventies. I don't 70s. know whether he did shit or not. You know what I mean? I mean, he did some shit. He had to, but I don't know what the, the extent of it. 
But, bro, they, they let you out, man. I don't know why you ain't in Bahrain or motherfucking somewhere that Dude, ain't got no extradition. Did Bahrain? And, yeah, yeah I don't know. There ain't that where Michael Jackson went for a little while? Wasn't he in Bahrain for a minute? Because they didn't have uh, extradition or something? Man, he I don't know. I don't know if it was Bahrain, but you know what I mean? Like, Man, they gonna throw it was, you out like a jail, bro. It was the 70s. It was the 70s. Quay Lewis was in the streets, nigga. Everything didn't count. Everything didn't count. <laughs> nothing, nothing <laughs> count. Oh, too bad, nigga. Tell Nick Cannon that. Hold on, dog. This, this, this nigga Joe turned into me. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got these Caucasians up in me, bro. <laughs> Wait, you said Caucasians up in you? Yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. That's question. Question. White Russians, I'm on my left. Oh, okay. I'm like, hold on. Hold on. I'm about to say, hold on. White Russians is sodomizing them. I'm about to say, Clarence, I'm about to show up at your door, nigga. It's a rules record to Thomas, nigga. Oh, man. But, yeah. Yeah, Bill. I mean, Bill must be reading that more. He must have got the OJ the OJ script, where I just don't go away. I write a book saying, what if I did do it? And then, just like, everything all good. Gonna get on hey, Twitter. Man, hey, man. Hey, they can afford that shit. He was about to buy NBC. Oh, God. Joe. <laughs> 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 you're right. He's he's a, he's he's right. You need to pay these niggas. Come on, man. Nah, yeah. Break them off a little something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm about to sue the motherfucker. I'm about to sue the motherfucker. Motherfucker did something to me while I was watching Cosby. <laughs> it was the episode when they were singing the Ray Charles up. I can't, I can't, you know can't, can't, can't hey, Zeb, I can't buy NBC, nigga. I can't, I can't do this shit. I ain't got NBC, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be on my P's and Q's. P's and Q's. Alright, man, moving on to good news. Uh, Columbia's uh, first black vice president, uh, Francisca. Francia, Francia, Francia Marquez, uh, Marquez vows to reduce in- inequality. Marquez grew up. Uh, hey, Colombia, that's like, like them Como's, like there. Bogota. <laughs> <laughs> See the vice president of Columbia, Missouri, nigga. Hey, you know what, man? I don't even. I, I'm not. Even, when I went to go vote uh, last April, we had a mayoral election. And I was looking at my ballot, I was like, where the fuck is the mayor at? You know, and I asked the election worker, I was like, um, I didn't see the mayor election. And uh, it turned out that I actually don't live in Columbia city limits. So I guess I'm not a Como. Where the fuck you live? I know, right? You live all, in all my, address, city, my address say Columbia, but you know, but I don't pay. I, I got to pay uh, for trash service. You know, I don't get the city trash service and shit. So... <laughs> But hold on, you hold know, on. guess I'm on the in in a gray area. Hold on, Zeb, you were you didn't get on the internet and find out that you didn't live in Columbia. I did not. Oh. All my mail say Columbia. So. But you you should go on the internet and search for it and figure it out for yourself. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't think I needed to, Roger. I know sometimes sometimes you don't know if you need to. You just gotta search for it. I was it. misinformed. <laughs> you misinformed, dog. You got you got the fake news. I'm just joking. Nah, I got the fake, got the fake mail. You mean I got to pay my bills? Uh, hey, hey don't, hey, don't do that. Oh. I was like, hey, y'all, y'all, no, y'all heard. We, I called oh. Zev. He ain't answered like the last two weeks. <laughs> 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 pay all this shit. <laughs> nah, I'm, stu- I'm being stupid. Uh, but that's good shit, man. Uh, yeah, first black for black Colombians. 
she's a miss. She's not married. She's previously a um, housekeeper, but she's also known as being a strong activist, uh, environmental mm-hmm. activist. Yes. Um, she she. And she, uh, went, she was uh, in the presidential race also. Go ahead, my back, Kim. No, no, no. Keep, keep it going. I just, you know, I mean, I don't want to, you know, slide over that. I mean, sis is doing big things. The yeah, no, revolution. Yeah, you know, I I, I watched an uh, interview with her. It was being translated, of course. Um, that was done. This was before the race took place. And uh, I just remember her. I didn't, you know, I was kind of doing some other things as I was watching it. But uh, but just like Kim was talking about, you know, she's a, uh, you know, she has a history of activism, and you know, she was really highlighting uh, just the inequalities in Colombia amongst uh, the black, quote unquote, black Colombians, right. uh, especially the black males uh, who are uh, dying at a high rate of gun violence uh, in Colombia. Uh, you know, I, I just saw some parallels between uh, here and there. Um, that I wasn't aware of because I don't really know shit about Colombia other than Pablo Escobar and uh, what's that show on Netflix called? What's that shit? Oh, uh, another drug dealer show. Oh, uh, I only seen Narcos? one season. I only seen the Pablo season. Narco, uh, Narco. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's about my extent of Colombian knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, so you know, I thought it was interesting, man. You know, and congratulations to her though. Congratulations to her, and I hope that she makes a positive impact on that country. For sure. Salute, queen. All right. Getting towards the end of the show. Fuckery time. Oh, shit. I like that. You like that? Thank you. Thank you, Zab. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try oh, to have better segues in our segments here. This uh, is not going to end well. Oh, it's going to end perfect. <coughs> My uh. Oh, shit. My bad. I mean, cough to the mic. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And that is not an iron skillet, so I'm impressed. Let's go. No. 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 Oh, shit. No. Damn. That motherfucker said I'm out. Yeah, now, uh, this white woman, uh, I, don't know I, she, want I don't know if she got too close uh, to the... Uh, that a woman, and that is... No, that's, a, that's a whole man. That's, that's, that's a man? Awesome. A man. He got yeah, the same person I think that's a woman. That's an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I think that's a woman, because they were talking about on the Dan Lebatoire show. It's a man, it's a man, it's a man. They were talking about on the Dan Lebatoire show. They said it was a woman. Well, um, Kim found the video, like the whole video. Yeah, because I needed the sound effects. You know, I need a full immersion. I, 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 I feel she found the video, but where on that it says a man or a woman? Okay. This ain't, this ain't the video. Let, let me this go find the video. This ain't the whole video. Kim, Kim found the Kim, whole Kim video. Kim said her eyes. The, it's the one that you sent to me. No, that's not the one I said. No, I, said no, I don't think. No, no Kim said the whole hey, you know video. I ain't going to lie, man. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. I'm, I'm impressed. Bad. That's good. I'm impressed too. That's good action. About that action, my hope. Let's see. Let's see if my uh. Let's see. Y'all keep talking about uh, other things. Well, you want to talk about? We talk about it. Was that a? That's a crocodile, right? That was a crocodile, not an alligator, right? Crocodile hunter. Good. The motherfuckers move, right? Look at the beautiful coloration. 
Crikey, How mate. How do they move? Crikey. Crikey, look at the beautiful coloration. <laughs> <laughs> Strike that fucker with a fucking iron pot. <laughs> with an iron pot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, them heavy skillets coming handy, bro. Come back. Where was that? Where was that? Bam! There hey, we go. He's looking for the fucking video. There we go. <laughs> now, what would have been dope if he would have killed that motherfucker and cooked it in the same skillet? Let's see. 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 Let's yeah. yeah, he know he, he came yeah. down the stairs like, hey, yeah, he went man. to it. Okay. They try to say that he was charging though. The Duke. I would have stayed upstairs. That is a man. He said, no, there's a fucking croc in the backyard. Hold up. Let me handle yeah, this. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the croc. And that's, that's, right. a, that's, 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 that's a red sign in the, in the fucking backyard. It's just beware of the croc. Keep minding his business. He did that nigga with two, two good ones. And the croc said, nah, I'm good. I'm going to head back to the spine. He just got a two piece. He ain't the first time he's done that. Yeah. Nah, not at all. Anyone get that video? Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Get out of here. And they kept the dinner party rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, Mike. I throw a few more shrimps on the ball, babe. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> This motherfucker here. This bitch that don't understand gravity. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, I did see this one. Oh, yeah. This is oh, one of shit. I don't, this was all bad. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand any of this video. Well, I fuck shit yeah, on, uh, like, them fucking stepathon boxes, nigga, them fucking... I don't understand what... I don't understand yeah, what's I don't, happening. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't understand any of this right now. She 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 ain't understand the assignment. Okay, hold on. We we'll play the video. So you got three motherfuckers <laughs> bags and they are doing like this fucking kettlebell thrust it's supposed up to be into a, the air. Yeah. Oh, and and the, and the two gentlemen understand to throw that shit behind them. Throw it behind right. you. You supposed to throw it back. Young lady, you young lady threw that motherfucker up at a at a ninety right degree up. angle. Yeah. Hey, she ain't know that what goes up must come who, down. Who was that? That the meme was that Swaggy P? Is that the meme with the Lakers <laughs> where he shoot it and turn around, and start dancing, and that motherfucker bouncing out the rim as he's dancing? <laughs> yeah, that's Swaggy yeah. P. Yeah. That's Swaggy. Yeah. This bitch did a Swaggy P. Cause look, look at the celebration. <laughs> look at it. She's like, yeah, I did it. Oh. <laughs> Wait, hold on. My, my, it's a little on my screen. That motherfucker didn't just hit her. Did the, did it the, came the, around the her neck. Pressure. It came yeah. back. It around her neck. Hey, what, what, was the call, what was the call we did on that shit? Was that, was that over the fucking back or, or what was that? <laughs> I, on this one, I didn't make a call. Every time I watch the video, I, I just start partying. I, I had to remember what the fuck I called, nigga. That shit was... That shit was <laughs> Hey, but hold, but hold on though. Violating. Hold on, my man on the left though. I don't know. I, I, I said I said that's a block. She didn't let the fucking man land. She didn't let him <laughs> land. Yeah, right, right, right. She she gives, bridge, she, she, bridge, lands. she bridge hey, that's a flavor like a nowadays. That's a flavor. Yeah, yeah, nigga, that's a flavor. That's what you saw from fucking uh Horford in, in, in the finals, nigga. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Hey, no, but like everybody is like the the. My man on the left here, this nigga doing this rain the man dance, and she about to die. Yeah, he is. 
<laughs> she about to die. <laughs> my, my man, my man in the middle is the only nigga that understands that this is not good. What's happening? <laughs> this is, none of this is good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, horse collar, bro. Yeah, real talk. Yeah, this is definitely. <laughs> oh shit! Who throws the bag? Hey, if you gonna do a fucking, if you gonna do a fucking kettleball throw. Over your That's head. Dark. Make this shit go. Make this shit go over your head. Oh, make this shit go past you. Yeah. Do not send that bitch uh, nine degrees up in the air because that yeah. bitch will come down. Yeah. Don't just... worry about how high you get it. Make sure it go behind your ass. Yeah, she better yes. to me, niggas. I'm looking up in the sky. <laughs> make sure. That, <laughs> make sure that bitch is not coming back down. <laughs> I'm just moving. Just step nigga, and, and she on these yoga step up boxes. Nigga. I don't want to stand the boxes though. Was it? Was yeah, it oh, know. you know what? She Maybe. ain't tall enough. There to you go. Kettlebell throw going. Yeah, yeah you're right. I was oh, about to say it. So I was about ground. to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> that nigga did say ooh. <laughs> I only heard it that time. I wouldn't yeah, see how the sound makes it so much better when you got that full richness uh, of it. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah, shit. that was the full experience. Hey, show notes, motherfuckers. Uh, show notes, the videos. Uh, yeah, man, we reached the end of the tab, man. <laughs> we said we was going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, yeah. Any caveats out there? Nigga, she, re- she reached the end of the tab, too, so, nigga. Throw the kettlebell behind you. Um, my, my, my closing is. remark is this. Um, in my prayers the other night, I was asking, because I pray the way I talk. I was like, Lord, just deliver something to my guts. Put something in my guts. And I did oh, not. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said the Lord to deliver something in your guts? <laughs> stand down, Tim. Stand down, Tim. <laughs> I'm good. Is, I'm good. Is, that what, is, that, is that what Tim did? Is Hold on, ma'am. You can't get on this podcast talking about talking about after the Lord. Hey, that nigga ten. That's what Donald Trump said that one time. That nigga, that nigga ten meters got. That nigga ten meters got a. He got a fucking satchel of grapes and he about to fucking take off right now. He about to be in Kansas City in ten minutes. She said, Lord, deliver something in my guts. Miss <laughs> Kill, I, I apologize for that. Nigga, hey, he's even. Hey, that nigga Tim about to show up in a white robe with some blood. Talking about oh, it's the blood no. of Christ, nigga. What is up? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the blood? fuck? You talking about the blood, the blood of the Lord and the bread? Oh no! Oh, hey, you oh, say in my guts, in my guts. Because the way the way I talk is how I pray. My, God knows my heart. Y'all leave me alone. Well, Tim said, said he ain't trying to touch your heart. He trying to touch your guts. The government in my guts. That's what I. That's what I was saying. All that to say, I did not. I do not want the government in my guts. So I'm gonna be more. <laughs> Specific. Um, specific in my prayers. Yeah. Moving forward. Ten said his nickname is government. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you ain't gotta be more specific though. You said the Lord knows your heart, so Yeah. I yeah, but you know, no sense of humor. I'm sorry. Yes, Kim, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But I don't think Ten's trying to learn your heart. Trying to learn your guts. <laughs> 
my heart. Y'all need to stop playing like that. Don't. I'm joking. Don't be, don't, don't do that. Cause Ten got a good heart. He good people. Mm-hmm. These want to lay heart to heart with you. <laughs> oh, I'm down for some skin to skin. Don't play with me. Oh, now. easy, Shit. easy, easy. Oh, easy. Oh. Uh, uh, be podcast. Never miss a moment. Break bread, uh, sisters. Uh, morning. <laughs> That nigga said I'll be there in the morning. I think he might mean that literally. That nigga's on uh, I-35 right now. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. If, if no, 10, if 10 was going to 70. My man 10 yeah. funny, but if he had this joke game on point, that nigga would have logged out of Skype. <laughs> 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 to let y'all know he ain't fucking around. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Kim. I'm sorry. Whew. I didn't. I didn't know that was that was the laugh that we needed. I'm sorry, but I know. I know. I definitely know. We know what you meant. We do know what you mean. We do know what you mean. Yeah, yes, we ma'am. know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I wasn't gonna act on it because I was trying to respect you. No, they're just disrespectful. That's all. Just uh, disrespectful. Triple B podcast. Hey, they they Never miss a moment. Thank you. Thank what? you. Thank you. Don't be. Ain't they though? Hey, that nigga, that nigga ten, that nigga ten gonna show up and uh, react the scene from Money Talks. They put your hand, they put their hands on you. Was it like this? Or was it like this? <laughs> or was it like this? <laughs> Kim's going to be like, where your shirt, nigga? <laughs> I forgot what the whole point of Kim's speech was about. Oh, no. Something about, some about guts. And the Lord knows she needs something in her guts. Tender. We just needed we needed a lighter moment, okay? I'm I just wanted to stand on the good light. Oh, shit. Oh man. I'm I'm crying. I'm crying for real. Mission accomplished. I'm crying. Unintentional humor is always the best humor. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. So like I said, tabs tabulated. In, <laughs> any caveats. <laughs> any any more prayers or requests out there? <laughs> I think it, that nigga Ted, that nigga Ted gonna tackle it like this fucking heavy bag. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm good. He might, he might show you these kettlebells, nigga. <laughs> oh no. I'll see y'all later, dog. Oh, nigga, nigga, don't, no, no, nigga, you stay on, you stay on here. Don't you be trying to get a head start on the road, nigga? <laughs> he talking about? I see we y'all see, later. We see that slick move. Yeah, he like. I see, see y'all later. <laughs> I see you trying to steal second base. <laughs> they took yeah, you trying to go home, man. We trying oh, to go home. Oh man. Oh man. Trying to steal home. I'm trying to oh, go home. Shit. My bad, my bad. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes, yeah. Miss Kim was right. That was as we, as we pointed out. We, you probably didn't hear over the video. That was that was a man. That was a man. Yes, yes, yes. Oh shit. Woo. Okay. All right, man. Tabs, tabulated. We getting out of here, man. 
Uh, Miss Kim, 100 Buns, Zeb the Soldier, 10 Meters, Half of the Brothers of Doom, Joe Jeff, Casey Stork here, Triple B Podcast, Brothers Breaking Bread. Never, ever, ever miss a moment to break bread with your brothers and sisters. We out. Break bread with your brothers whenever possible. Just like the story behind every amazing song, Nashville has a lot to share beyond the world-class tunes that make us music city. Taste the good life from our amazing chef-driven restaurants, so good that they will make your palate sing. Indulge yourself in our new upscale hotel scene, many with remarkable rooftop views, and our first-class shopping that'll leave you wanting more. Visit Nashville and take your playlist to a whole new level. Plan your trip today at visitmusiccity.com. Audio Jungle.